said it. Guys, I don't even know how to do this anymore. We're back, bitches. Who knew? I like what you were saying about TZ uh, yesterday, Stevie. You said it never really goes away. Mm -mm. Never really comes back either. Yeah, it's it's like uh, what did I say? It's like your estranged father. Well, you know it's gonna come back. You just don't know when or if you're gonna like it when it does. No, they know they like it when it comes back, right? I, I guess that's true. Right. Well, so we don't have Drac here tonight, so maybe they won't like it if they're huge Drac fans. Or maybe they'll like it a lot if they're not. Yeah, it's one or the other. So, where's Drac? I know last night he had an excuse. We were going to do this last night, and he had a Chaverch's concert, right? Yeah, Chaverch's. Chaverch's concert. Is that how you say it? Like, I've, I've been wondering that, because it never actually... I, I've just been calling it churches. And I've heard them. On, on Sirius, they call churches, but I hate that it's a V in the middle, so I will always call it Chaverch's. Mm -hmm. So, he went to a Chaverch's concert last night. Yeah, which I he didn't. I love that. Isn't it kind of weird that he didn't even mention it today when we were talking to him? Yeah, it's just kind of like as if it never happened. Maybe he didn't go. He might. I think not it's have very gone. telling that I like it, even though it's called Chaverches, because that's the kind of thing that would really piss me off. Mm -hmm. I haven't I, gotten I, over you know, that. They get a pass because the music's good. I did check him out. I checked out the CD on uh, on my Music Unlimited subscription. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Sony. Mm -hmm. yeah. I got it. They I got it for freebies. On the Google Play, it's free. Mm -hmm. hmm. Way back. There's not, there's not a bad song on there. Uh, it's one of those albums, uh, R Man. There's not one bad song. I'd only really heard the single, which is the something about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's about my yeah something that that about, one yeah. Something, <laughs> I think it's called something about your mother. Uh, that's the only one I'd heard. So I checked the CD out. I wish the actual. CD was more like that song because I like that. Uh, the, song. Uh, the, there are there are more songs that are a little more like that. You just haven't given it a chance. Uh, a dick bag. Wow, super defensive. <laughs> <laughs> you crossed a line, Bobby. What? Yeah, that, I, that's not good. What happened? I don't. Peter took offense at you saying yeah. that all the songs don't sound like the uh, the radio track. Oh, well, they don't. That song's way different. Yeah, I think it's it's well, you know, the thing about it is that it's not different. Uh, well, that song sounds like it should be played on the radio, like it sounds like a kind of normal pop song. Mm -hmm. Then the rest are like a lot of it's a little too electronic for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all. And the the other part that we're skipping about Traverch is is that the singer is a cutie pie. I haven't actually seen her. I saw like a thumbnail of a. An image once. Is there a Traverch's picture I should be looking I'm at? I'm looking Peter? for an album listing first because I want to. I want. I want to prove to you that there's more than one radio style song. Just do. Uh, just do Google image search for Traverch's and like she's the only thing they ever show pictures of. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's her, and she looks a little bit like a like like a a, a, a scared deer, and or something. And but like. But like a, a little bit of a bitch too, like a yeah. scared deer that might be a bitch. It could go either way. I'm getting that. I'm Sometimes I can tell if someone's a bitch just by looking at them. But honestly, this is one of those cases where it could go either way. Uh, she looks like like Rachel Lee Cook's ugly little sister. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, that's that's harsh. <laughs> that's a high bar. <laughs> I'm talking like 1999 Rachel Lee Cook. We might actually already have the show name already. <laughs> She does. In some of these pictures, she does. I don't know. I like Rachel Lee Cook, though. 
I, I don't. I think she's a. Uh... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no. See, I was I was avoiding saying that when I was talking earlier, <laughs> and you went there anyway. What's your deal with Rachel Lee Cook? Who's even, like, she hasn't been on anything in forever, so why would you even notice? <coughs> why would you have an opinion? Excuse she me. Was on, she had, like, a season on, on uh, Psych. And then she has, I think, oh, she is on a bad show with the dude from uh, Will and Grace. Um, and she was on uh, Las Vegas, which I didn't like. Oh, whatever. No, I, I just don't like... Her voice is too low. That's my problem with her. Yeah, she does seem like she's trying to prove something with her voice like that. And I don't know what it is. It would be cool if there was just... If Wikipedia just had, like, a, a track listing of the uh, uh, fucking <laughs> album. I think that's, that would be that would be a cool thing to have on a Wikipedia page. I thought you were going to say a listing of people that qualify for that word you keep using. <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, that would... <laughs> We should do that. I'm not sure that's... Is that a tapezilla? <laughs> Put that word? in the... <laughs> ambiguation. Oh. <laughs> hey, speaking of, it's been a little while. Let's check. Check for Dracula. See if he's still there. Oh, yeah. It's been like... <laughs> Pete's playing Mario Kart 64 back there. <laughs> yeah, just... That's the that, only that was not Drac checking in. <laughs> Wikipedia. Dracula. I bet it's still there. Yeah, that's not even... That's not even the most radio-style song they have. Like, there's another song they actually play on SNL or something that's even worse and more of a radio song. Dracula, disambiguation. Control F. Oh, it's gone. No. Yep. Son of a bitch. Well, whoever What'd added you do? it. Wait, did we add it the last time? Or did, did a listener add it? I don't know. I, I lost somebody, track. somebody added Dracula as radio host to the <laughs> Dracula page on the Wikipedia. Why did no, they take that out? Because there's not enough, like, clicks going to our website or something? No, some nasty little editor probably took it off. Like, no, I mean, they have some, like, no, it, most of the edits and stuff on Wikipedia are done by a robot. And, like, it does it by some way of knowing, like, how many internet searches and hits and stuff there are for your thing or something, right? Well, I refuse to believe that that wasn't well-trafficked. Hmm. Maybe I, it's I the six months off. I mean, Dracula Resurrection, a 1999 video game for PC and Sony PlayStation, is still listed there. There's no way our Dracula wasn't at least that popular. Honestly, I don't even, like, the, the promise of Wikipedia is that it's, like, user-managed content, but I don't even understand how that works, because any time I've ever tried to change anything, it gets automatically canceled by a robot. So, like, how is it, how is the promise of the website, like, intact? You can't change anything. How come every time I go there, too, they're begging me for money? Yeah, what is that? They want me to. They want to beg me for money, but they don't want to let me change anything. When it's Wikipedia, if I if I put in my own listing, it's not substantial enough, and it gets removed. And if I put in different info on an existing listing, it gets removed for some reason. Even how would they know if it's right or not? Like maybe my information isn't a lie. Like what if it is right? How but somehow they automatically just remove everything. So I I don't understand how there's anything on Wikipedia. Basically, here's my thing. I'd be okay with them just putting a single ad up top in place mm -hmm. of the fucking ad they're trying to get money out of me for. You know that thing? Yeah. That yeah. huge banner? I'd rather see an ad Replace that with I wouldn't even see the ad because I'd be using Adblock. <laughs> sure. I, I honestly don't even really know what it's like to look at ads because I only go to a certain limited range of websites and I use Adblock, so... Yeah, ads still get through sometimes, though. Yeah, but that's if you go to weird websites and stuff. I only go to a few websites, so I, I never see ads. Like, I'm on NeoGAF, 
on a on a new computer, and I didn't even. I was like, "Whoa, there's ads on it." Wait, wait I shouldn't say that because it's I could get banned for that. <laughs> I, I never edit that out. I think I never editing, right? like the, the one website it. where I would never use AdBlock is NeoGAF. Yeah, but everywhere else, I don't. It's just weird seeing ads anywhere. Either way, throw a big Coke banner up top in place of you begging me for money. Okay, we we added Dracula to the disambiguation page in season two, episode eighteen, which was January nineteenth, two thousand eleven. Hmm. You had a good run. So I'm looking at the uh the editing history here for uh uh the disambiguation page to see when it was removed. I don't remember the last time we checked. It's probably been a year. If I had to guess, how did you sneak it? I don't know how you snuck it past the robots in the first place. We had to do it like four times. Yeah, it took a while to stick. I'm I'm not sure this is interesting to anybody except for us. It's not. The robots gave up. All right, so is this our big E3 previews? Because it's been so. I think our last episode was January. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess it is the what Mm -hmm. is it? The fourth worst E3 preview you've ever heard. It's up there. It's it's either it might be five. It's four or five. Or, you know, maybe this is the worst. Maybe this takes over for the last one. <laughs> we, we should, like, cover all the games that we missed in our absence. In the previous E3s? It hasn't been that long. <laughs> no, games that have come out, I mean. All right, we'll do a quick quick rundown. You yeah, want to start? Because all I can think of is Infamous. Like, Titanfall. Oh, yeah, Infamous. Hmm. Oh, Dark Souls 2 came out. Oh, did you see? So what, what's your thought on the, the DLC? Just judging from the from the video, it looks kind of shitty, honestly. Like the video doesn't make it look good. I, I don't really, it, it, you know, maybe it could very well be good. It, my guess is it's on par with the rest of the game. Um, but video, it's the video is terrible. It looks shitty. My friend Lil Joey said it's a bit of a fleecing of the fan base. I I don't you know, Dark Souls Two. It's just it's it it's very evident that it was made by the B team. It it it, it feels as if. Um, as if you brought someone in and who didn't know anything about Dark Souls and said and paid him and said, you know, I'm going to pay you to, to play, go play Dark Souls and make another game like it. And yeah, like, you're telling like an expansion some, pack? Yeah. Say, tell someone, go play Dark Souls and make a game that's like it. And it's someone who doesn't get it. But they're like, okay, you're paying me, so I'll do it. That That's what it feels so like. It's the opposite. you play Dark Souls 2... You play Dark Souls 2, and, you know, it gets a few things right, and there's a few little advancements here and there, but in general, the game lacks any soul. It's the opposite of Bioshock 2, where they did go back. They probably It was a different team, and they just went and played Bioshock 1 and said, let's make another game like this, except it was awesome. Bioshock 2 wasn't made by any of the same people? I don't think so. That's weird, because Bioshock 2 really gets it. That's a good game. Um, But in any case, Dark Souls 2... It's it feels wrong because it, it's 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 just lacking in some of the most important areas and it it it, it just feels it does it, it lacks the it it lacks the sort of the unified vision of the first game and and uh, you know it, it's got some advancements here and there like the uh, like the animation looks a little better and, and there's stuff like that but generally speaking it just doesn't feel like a Souls game even and and one of the if I had to point to a specific thing I, that drives me nuts. It's the world design is so much different and so much worse than the first Dark Souls game, which was like one really well and inv- realized like one place where there's a very sen- very strong sense of placement everywhere you went, and, and then Dark Souls Two completely just throws it out the window. You go through a cave 
and then you're in another dimension. And that's not what the first game was like. And I don't like that. So segueing segueing into E3, what's your take on whatever they call Beast Souls? Uh, Very very high expectations. I mean, we haven't seen much at this point other than like very short video clips of like little clips of gameplay. It looks great though. Um, But the most important thing to note about Beast Souls is that it's not the B team. This is the A team. This is made by the Miyazaki guy and all them, all of his this main made, deputies. This is made by Mr. T. Yeah, <laughs> and Mr. T's in there. No, like, like if you look at the Dark Soul, who's made Dark Souls two, it's like two dudes that, you know, not Miyazaki, and it's directed by like two dudes instead, and like a lot of the other miscellaneous type people on it were missing. Somebody told me the the team behind Dark Souls Two actually their last game they worked on was the Simpsons arcade game. Is that <laughs> that would explain a lot of things about <laughs> Dark Souls Two, <laughs> like the uh, the balloon uh, popping mini game? Is that yeah? That explain and that probably the fact that Homer's in it so much that that also makes some sense. <laughs> no, but but Project Beast is made by Miyazaki. That's the that's the same. Like this is the A team. This is the real Dark Souls team. So I, I get the feeling that Dark Souls Two. They sort of decided, you know, I don't want to spend my time focusing in Dark Souls Two. We'll just have these other dudes churn it out, and then we'll go move on to the real thing, which is Project Beast. Apparently, yeah. it makes I, sense. I mean, it was going to be towards the end of the console cycle anyway. They probably didn't expect. You know, huge sales. It's certainly not on par with the first one. It's uh, I what I, I wonder if it's going to be called like I wonder if this if it's actually Demon Souls two. I'm starting to think it's probably not. I'm I'm gonna I I, I want to say it's going to be like a something Souls, but something totally new. That's kind of what I'm where I'm headed with it. Where I'd I'm agree. What I'm thinking. I think Demon Souls two would alienate too many people who would, like were scared off by Demon Souls. Yeah, I think it's going to be like Beast Souls or Dragon Souls or something like that. Some some kind of animal or beast like dragon. All right, dragon be, what's, be what's your guess? Name the game. Dragon Souls. Um, Dank Souls. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, drippy Drippy Souls. It, it would be best if if you just take this seriously, Beef. <laughs> this is very serious. Yeah. Come on, Beef. I don't know. I I guess my problem is I don't care. I mean, it. It looks so good. It's, the the Souls the, games oh. aren't my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, but the, this just looks so good. It should like it should become your kind of tea just by how good it looks. All right, the, I'm gonna, the little bit of video we saw, I like how it looks, but I know that it's a Souls game, and that's just not my jam. I don't like anything that's good. It's just not my jam. My guess is just Souls, not just Souls, like like uh, just Cause, but. <laughs> Souls. Souls with no Souls by itself. With adjective. A Z That's at the end. No Z. <laughs> well, this is Z, but it's at the beginning. It's Souls. Oh, no. Souls is Souls with a Z is the next one, and it takes place in the hood. What if it's Soul Souls? Like <laughs> that, there's one That's soul. Dark Souls. Dark yeah. Souls with a Z. Yeah. I like Pete's idea. Soul Souls. It's yeah. a single soul. Yeah, single soul. But Even, it's though, still it's souls. Even <laughs> though it's plural. <laughs> Well, that would mesh with demons' souls. Yeah, that bothered me. That what, still bothers what me. What is that? Are they are they just being a purposely kind of translating obtuse, or was that just a genuine translation thing being a bit weird? I don't know. I don't well, know. Like I said, we at E three, Drac and I asked the guy, and we were kind of being jerks about it, and he was just like, "Yeah, well, that's what it is." Was it like the American version of it, or or was it like one of the Japanese dudes? Uh, no, it was it was one of the. The guys working on the uh, the translation, or whatever I guess. Okay. Because 
it's the souls that belong to demons. Right. Is it I mean, is it possessive though? Is yeah, is it's got any... an apostrophe in there. Oh, okay. it just looks really strange. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can't like end a wor- whatever you know. Anyway, uh, Watchdogs. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> got to move it along. Come on. The last segue was good. That one needs a <laughs> yeah. little work. That was not a segue at all. No. Speaking, speaking of souls, Watchdogs. It's like the ESPN show where they just have all the topics down the side. Oh, I wish we buzzer, had that. The buzzer goes off and they move to the next thing. Yeah, I, I don't it? think you need to have smooth uh, transitions. You, come on, let's just move it. We along. should have a buzzer. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next time around, we're going to get a buzzer. Six months from now. So Watchdogs. I is, like it. It's all right. But it it's remi- playing it for you know after a few hours after that mark and just keep playing it. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm going around knocking off those red tower things and you know opening up mm-hmm. the cities and stuff and doing a bunch of side missions and t- then starting in on the main missions a little. Um, but I've probably played a good twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours in total. Uh, it it remi- it's starting to feel like Far Cry Three. Strangely, it has that same feeling where like. Early on, there's kind of, there's some progression and discovery as you kind of get the weapons and and do some new things. And some things are a little challenging, or at least seem to be. But once you kind of figure it out and you get pretty much get everything, which takes a few hours, it it's just pure repetition. And even, right down to the fact that the most challenging thing they do is occasionally throw like an armored guy at you. It's the same thing as Far Cry Three. It feels yeah, so much I mean- like Far Cry Three. It's not just Far Cry 3, that's just open world games now. Like, if you haven't gotten very far into Assassin's Creed 4, but the last couple Assassin's Creed's are the same way. Like, once you, the first couple hours are like, oh my god, this is so cool, there's so much to do. And then, you know, a, a few hours past that, you're like, okay, I'll go unlock the Coliseum now, because I have enough money. Or I'll go to... You're, uh, you're going to run into that in these open world games that are just stuck in, like, a version of reality where they can't, like, throw mutants and zombies at you. So you're just going to have the hard, the weirdest, the most exotic thing they can throw at you is a guy wearing armor. And and the the armor guy is really annoying because, like, you shoot him in the face four times with the sniper rifle and he's still, yeah, like, but wait up a second. and running. And then you realize that there's a, a grenade launcher that costs $4,000, which <laughs> you can get in one hack, which will kill anything in one hit, including the armored guys. So yeah. the... The game, maybe my only guess is they don't really care if it's balanced. They have no desire for it to be balanced. But right. that said, it's one of the most unbalanced games I've ever seen in my life. You can go into this to a store at the start of the game, with get four thousand dollars, which will take you five minutes, <laughs> and buy a grenade launcher. And now every single fight in the game is completely trivial, even well, right down to the most armored guys there are. Just shoot them once with the grenade launcher, they blow up. There was actually a, a similar discussion going on with the uh, the new Battlefield um, Hardline, where people kind of, at least the people that are talking about it now, kind of want a, a game that's closer to Payday, where you know you don't have rocket launchers and miniguns and helicopters and stuff at your disposal. It's like the scale of it's smaller. Yeah. Um, but these companies are apparently afraid of not having a huge arsenal and not being able to wreak havoc in it's the fine city. With, it's fine with me if you want to have a big arsenal, but there should be some kind of balance in the game. You shouldn't be able to buy something at the beginning of the game for peanuts that will yeah. one-hit every single thing. Like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. Like If you're going to have what would otherwise be a tough fight, just take out their grenade launcher, start shooting all the cars, you blow up a car, it kills everyone near it, one grenade... You don't even have to aim. It's so it, like it's it, it's so easy, 
And if you want, if that's too hard, you can just put on bullet time on top of that to make sure you never miss your grenade. It's it's maybe the easiest game ever made. Yeah, it's it's a little too power trippy, but like that's kind of the same deal. Like we talked about in the chat, it's like uh, Dishonored. If you play Watchdogs stealthily, like I'm trying not to shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, when you play it that way, you get a lot more out of it because you're trying to use your little gadgets and you're trying to use like the the distract thing. It's like I, oh, see- if I throw if I throw the, the distract thing over there. And then I can explode the gas pipe and kill him. Or then yeah. you realize, this is all bullshit. I'll just shoot him with a grenade and kill everyone. I don't it, do that. So what I'm saying is, the idea that you have to kind of be creative and come up with your own ways to challenge mm. yourself, that's just not something that I personally like. am engaged by. Like I want, I want the game to be my adversary. I want the game... That doesn't necessarily mean the game has to be really hard, but I want it to feel like I need to utilize everything I can figure out in the game. I need to figure out how I can best take advantage of the game to meet the challenge of the game. That that's how I want to that's how I want to approach it. And the idea that the game just kind of falls over and goes do whatever you want and it lays on the ground, that's just not my style of game design. I'm not excited by that. And and the idea that you have to like the game is just laying there on the ground at the beginning yeah. of the game, it's not going to challenge you. So you're going to have to come up with your own ways to make it hard. Just for that's just not my way of doing things. I, I want to. F- that doesn't excite me. I would I would stay away from every open world game for the rest of time. Then yeah, I have a problem with a lot of them, but but that's don't misunderstand me. I don't say I'm not saying that games have to be brutally hard or the every game has to be as hard as Dark Souls or or whatever. I'm just saying I want to be engaged by the game. I, I want to feel like the game is challenging me to uh, accomplish something, and I'm going to have to rise to the challenge. Whether that challenge is like you know kind of medium or, or a little higher than that, whatever. I'm just saying. It's too ridiculously trivial in, in Watch Dogs. Well, that's not a totally fair critique, though, because when you're looking at something like Hitman, you can play that just guns blazing and mm-hmm. finish it pretty quickly. It's I've always had that problem game. with Hitman, though. That, that's it, that's I've always had that criticism of Hitman that it's it's they're saying that it's supposed to be a stealth game, but if you play it stealth, it's ten times harder. <laughs> it's a stealth game, but if you play it wrong, it's not. Yeah, I, I've always I've always thought that that's a big problem with with Hitman because. Like I I understand it's a big design challenge to design a game where you have to be stealthy, but it's also not too hard. But the way of going about it isn't saying okay, this is a stealth game, but it's too hard for most people to actually play well, that way. But it's going to be I real think, easy if you play it another way. I, I think how they could have dialed up the difficulty in Watch Dogs is that big arsenal question. So I think it was really probably a, an executive decision to throw in a ton of weapons because that's what ex- that's what's expected when people are going to unavoidably compare it to Grand Theft Auto. Um, so if they only if they made the game where like the good. only weapon you were ever gonna have was like a handgun, you know, a pistol, it could have been a much more difficult game. But um, there was there was a design decision at some point to say, no no no, we want assault rifles and grenade launchers. The problem isn't assault rifles or sniper rifles or anything else. The problem is one weapon, a grenade launcher. It's really cheap. You buy it at the start of the game and it destroys everything in the game in one hit. That's it destroys I mean. the, was... hardest it, the hardest enemy in the game can be destroyed in one hit with a simple yeah. weapon you buy at the start. It, it doesn't matter if it's one gun or a hundred guns. There's the, like you said earlier, the, the weapon balance is just completely off. And I think it would have been a much better game if they'd restricted it to guns that you realistically could get like on a black market. The, yeah. the idea that, that having a lot of weapons is bad, is I don't agree with that. I'm just saying that it's... You can have weapons and balance it, or you can have weapons and not balance it. And they did the second thing. Uh, uh, 
Um, yeah, I, there was one particular fight in my first night playing the game, like a couple hours in. I was doing convoy missions. And I did a convoy mission that um, involved like a bank heist, and the dudes were wearing armor and stuff, and there was more than usual of them. So I killed the main guy, and then I ran, and they were all, all the other guys were chasing me, and I kind of took it into these back alleys. I ended up in this little neighborhood, and we were hopping fences, and I was kind of playing cat and mouse, taking all the dudes out. And, and all the while this is going on, there's, there's a one armored guy walking around, and I'm trying to avoid him while I take everyone else out. And it was a fun fight. It was kind of tough. Um... And the armored guy kept, like, taunting me and stuff. You can't hurt me. And it was it, it was a very, like, the whole fight just kind of... It was one of those times when when the sandbox thing plays out, like, really cinematically. Uh, but but then... But at that time, I didn't realize that I could buy a grenade launcher for $4,000 and just have stood <laughs> there and destroyed everyone and avoided that entire long fight. Yeah. So what I felt... I felt like I was being engaged, but that was just because I was ignorant. So if, if I knew already that I could buy a grenade launcher for 4000 bucks and... I would have missed that whole experience, I guess. But I don't know. I'm just saying that I don't. I don't like the idea. Like I wouldn't have done that if I knew that I could just buy a grenade launcher. So, well, so that's, I, I that's your be, problem. I want to be challenged by the game. Yeah, I don't know. You need like to show self control when you notice something like that. Then I don't know. It's it's like Beef said. It's in every open world game. You can completely abuse it. But but the and I ended up having to wait until the I had to lure the armored guy by like a gas pipe and then blow up the gas pipe. But, like, why have gas pipes you can blow up? I can blow up a grenade in your face without having to find a gas pipe or hack it just by because buying a grenade makes, launcher. It makes the game better to play Yeah, but it's, that it's, way. it's absurd. It's saying it's, it's not balanced to say you have to find a gas pipe and then hack it and lure someone to it to blow them up. But you can also buy a grenade launcher for $4,000 and point it at them and blow them up at will without finding anything, without luring them, and without hacking anything. But it's it's you absurd. Could, it's not. You it's could absurd. play Grand Theft Auto and do all the hacks, and that's in the game. I mean, I, I'm not sure where your line is. It, it seems really arbitrary. My line is that the game is completely imbalanced. Why did they have hacking of gas pipes and stuff in the game when a grenade launcher is cheaper and more effective? It's like why? I'm, I'm like the whole sure. like a whole a whole like aspect of the game. One of the one of the main selling points of the game is the whole hacking thing. And you can I'm pretty and, sure uh, a simple weapon, that. a simple weapon that's in every other game, grenade launcher, makes the whole hacking aspect of the game pointless. It's because someone in a position of authority, sometime during the game's development, said, "No, no, no, they're going to compare it to Grand Theft Auto. We have to have rocket launchers and grenades and assault rifles." Yeah, but they could and have the, like the locked those off, make it harder to get. Or... The developers, pro- yeah, but if you make it hard to get, you might as well not have it. I mean, the, the point is... I don't remember Grand, Grand Theft Auto games being as easy as this is. I, I don't honestly don't remember that. Yeah. The Grand Theft Auto... The, the difficulty in Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto came from how shitty the gunplay was, not in <laughs> how powered you were. I don't know. But, like, think about it. There's an entire layer of gameplay, the hacking, that's completely pointless, by a, completely made obsolete by a $4,000 purchase at the start of the game. It's just, just don't do it. Yeah, if you do ridiculous. it. I, I personally, I played like probably three, four hours. I don't have a grenade launcher. It's fun. Why not? I I bought the grenade launcher so we could fuck around in multiplayer. Well, I I just found one in in multiplayer. Um, but yeah, it's I don't. But I'm I'm not gonna like the next time I play, I'm not gonna go like, oh shit, I gotta get the grenade launcher to ruin the game. Who yeah, cares? but I can't just play I, it. I can't. I don't have that ability to turn off my brain. I I want. 
I want the game. It's not turning to, off your brain. It's just you know you'll enjoy it more doing it this way. So why not? I don't do it want that to way? create a fake challenge. I just want to play the game. You just you love to in kind of to a, not enjoy yourself. I want to. No, I want to. <laughs> anytime I play a game, I want to play it in kind of like a like a Darwin type way. You know what I mean? Like you have to use everything you can. Like you have to adapt to the game as best you can. Peter, I want. That's my style of playing games. I think you're self-hating. I do too. Because like by playing games like that, or playing games like this, like that, you're ruining this game. You're so, ruining. Why? So you're saying I'm ruining the game by playing it as best I can? That's just you're, ridiculous. You're that, ruining, that's bad design. You're ruining your experience of it. I mean, acknowledge the design flaw, but get what you can out of the game. No. Yep. That's that's just like the idea that you're saying you're ruining the game for yourself by playing it as best as you can is ridiculous. It's not like I'm finding some strange it's cheat or exploit best, or loophole and just exploiting it. I'm just playing the game in like a very natural way. Buying a gun in the store isn't like some secret tip or cheat or loophole or eh, bug or something. Once, you, once you've identified that something breaks the game, the decision to keep using <laughs> it is yours. It's, I, it shouldn't be my responsibility to make the game not broken. I don't. It's it's not broken for me. Yeah, me either. Because your brain's said, broken. I haven't gotten yet. It's because you're willing to go. Well, I'm going to create. I'm going to. I'm going to do the work of the game designers for them, and I'm. Gonna I just haven't even ended myself. up at a gun store in the game yet. Yeah. I mean, that there's there's stuff that doesn't work that you can tell was forced in. Like you can go to a pawn shop and buy everything you need to make IEDs. You know, it doesn't doesn't make sense. But you know it's in the game for the cool factor, and so just don't do the IEDs. You don't even need an IED; just buy a grenade launcher. <laughs> See, there's a level relatively early in the story where the first time you're trying to break into, right after you meet the you know, spoiler alerts in the first like three missions of the first act, I um, fuck you, that. You, you meet you meet bad boy and it's a girl. Yeah, wouldn't, um, wouldn't you fuck? And that? then. The the mission you do immediately oh, after that. That's the next mission I'm at, actually. I'm on my way to meet. <laughs> she's that. in the ge- she's on the menu of the game when you turn the game yeah, on. Yeah, she's she's on mean, the she's they don't on the label menu. it. This is this character though. Bobby, yeah, Bieber, Bobby, I apologize. This is kind actually, of a dumb story. Who cares? I don't actually care. Yeah, who really cares? <laughs> so so you go do this mission and actually all the little infiltration missions. I'm glad Hitman came up because I was playing it the other day. And all the little infiltration missions feel very much like Hitman. Um, if you let it, and, and you don't go running in with a grenade launcher. Um, so this mission, you can actually... There's one little room of dudes you have to take out in order to get to the next leg of the stage. And then that next section, you can beat without actually entering the area. You can hack a security camera, and then... From that security camera, you can get into another security camera. From that security camera, you can get into a camera that's on one of the dudes. And you can end up following all these little things all the way to the objective you have to hack at the end of the level without actually moving from the doorway you're in. Yeah, I did and that on a different mission. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, there's one where... Or you, you just could have just shot everyone. Or you could have just... Or there's, you could have not had any fun and shot yeah, everybody. Or waste your 60 bucks or whatever you paid. Um no, there's a mission where you're just trying to take over one of those towers, and it's the exact same way. You just kind of find your way through. You kind of sneak through all the cameras and end up at the top, and mm-hmm. you find out exactly what your objective is at that point. It's not my job to balance the game for them. It's their job Isn't to Isn't it your them. job to try to enjoy yourself, though? No! 
Yeah, you're, By you're the way, consciously for, ruining your fun. For the most part, even if, you, even if you just use a handgun, they give you so much ammo, most of the fights are pretty easy. Even if you limited yourself just to the handgun, most of the fights are easy. I haven't used a gun yet. So the only way it's possibly challenging is the rare armored fight, <clears throat> if you choose not to use a grenade launcher, or trying to sneak around. And mm -hmm. I don't want to make up my own challenge. How I don't want to play the game in a way that seems natural and be engaged by it. Is that too yeah, much to ask? You don't want to play Dishonored? You don't want to play... Hit no, I kill. couldn't take Dishonored. I could not take it. I was like, this game is so easy just to kill everyone. And it's... Yeah, so, you're all... Alright, we're done with this. And I lack the patience you to sneak around. So the Forest! It's a it's a friggin' stealth game. You're like, yeah, but you should be incentivized to stealth because you don't... Because there's actually... You don't actually don't want to be discovered because you couldn't handle that. Or it's not worth it or it's too hard. It's, there should be an incentive to stealth. It shouldn't be an invented, made-up incentive. It should be a real incentive. It's, it's incentivized by fun. No, it's not fun if there's no point. I'm so It's bored. a pointless endeavor. Next topic... The forest. Is this really a topic? I think like it's if you a look topic. at a game like um, uh, Outlast, like, I guess that's even pointless because you can just run off and die and try again. Like that's how I was playing Outlast. Uh, but at least you you legitimately don't want to be found because you can't just gun him down in one hit. You were the worst at Outlast. Worst or best? The worst. <laughs> My style. You had, of playing you had Outlast. absolutely no idea how to play that game. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I played the first like hour. I played correctly by sneaking around, and I was like scared, and I was like, "Oh, that's scary," you know, like, "Oh, something jumped out at me." But after you sort of get what the game's trying to do, and you understand the whole structure of the game and sort of the cycle of the game of the gameplay, it stops yeah. being so scary, pretty much. No, it like it's, it almost it's... like the tension just leaks right out of the game once you kind of start to understand yeah. it. I actually have the same reservation about the um, alien isolation. I mean. There's only so many times you can get caught by the alien before you just stop caring, and it becomes like a trial and error thing. I have no idea how they're gonna try to resolve that. Well, here's here's the problem. The problem with Outlast is it's so predictable. There's only they, and the reason it's so predictable is because they've made their box of tricks so small. By mm -hmm. they did that to themselves by making it a non-combat a game where you can't fight. So you know all they're gonna do is have fake scares and patrolling guy. Mm -hmm. And and they don't usually put, put two patrolling guys right next to each other. So what you can expect is kind of do a thing where you avoid a patrolling guy and then go through kind of like a fun house type, you're in like a theme park ride of getting fake scares every now and then as you explore the place. And then there's another, until the next patrolling guy. So it's well, kind of that, it, it all boils down to that same basic cycle because they've tied their own hands by, by making the, so few things that can be done. Um, I would actually make an argument. I think there's a strong argument the game is more suspenseful and more scary if you actually have at least a limited way of fighting back. Like, you have a gun, and maybe your, maybe your ammo is severely limited, or the gun's not very effective. But if you have some way of fighting back, then the game is inherently more scary, because any given encounter, yeah. any given encounter, you don't, like, you're, you have to face, wait, you have to face a fight-or-flight preposition you're, in your head. You're talking so loud, it's, it's actually, like, gaining out. No, you're it's not. Just, you're, you're clipping out. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm looking at the thing. It's going to be a disaster. Anyway, no. all you're doing by doing something like giving you a gun with three rounds in it is delaying that no, inevitable. I'm, I'm not, I, listen, again, it's about balance. It's a, like you're, you're, what you're saying is something that – it's not clipping. I'm looking at it right now. Um, asshole. Um, 
No, it's about properly balancing it so that you have a legitimate question of fight or flight when you have something come out at you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to deal with this. I have multiple ways of dealing with it. Am I gonna run or am I gonna fight? That should be a legitimate question every time you get an encounter, and that puts way more attention and, and fear into a game than a game where you it's a foregone conclusion. All you're gonna do is run. But what happens if they give you a gun and you have you know they give you one clip and you're never gonna get more ammo? I don't like that either. I like there to be some ammo. It should be it should be some effectiveness to it. Like you know sort of roughly along the lines of of one of the older Resident Evil games where where there's not a lot of ammo. There's enough ammo to kill some enemies, but if you keep killing all the enemies, you'll run out. So it's a matter of deciding when it's a good idea to fight, when it's a good idea to run. So mm-hmm. if you have that question always on your it mind, seems... it adds a lot of fear and tension into the game that Outlast simply does not have. Because Outlast... It just seems like it's delaying the same effect. No, you're completely wrong, because as creepy and as scary as Outlast is when it comes to the art design and the sound design, which are good, the game lacks any tension because, again you don't have any choices you don't have to you don't have to decide about fight or flight it's just flight i i think outlast's issue was length if during if outlast had been a three-hour game they could have made it really tight and you know super balanced and had multiple pads through things and all that but instead it's like this eight-hour slog that stops being interesting because you do learn all of its tricks like two hours in and they even stopped bothering to try with the um, jump scares after a certain point. You know, it seems like they even lost interest in it. Yeah, it's it's uh, Outlast, yep. so in- inherently flawed. I, I, and I, I, the game it's based on is um, Amnesia. I haven't played that, but I, I, I'm wondering if it, it suffers from the same problem. I think it has to. From it what I hear, to. it's a little better because there's some extra stuff in it, like. You can't even look at the bad guy because if you look at him, it makes your character go insane or something. Yeah, there's a there's the insanity mechanic, but I mean, so you go insane and then what happens? I don't know, but you know it. I don't know. See, so anyway, this all comes down to Outlast. The way I was playing it after after you know after sort of the little romance period ended when I was playing it properly for the first hour or so. I am vocal frying, I just noticed. <clears throat> it's weird. Um, after that point, I started playing by just losing patience, and when I got to a patrol area, instead of sneaking around looking for my bearings and finding where I'm supposed to go by sneaking, I would just run through. And if he kills me, so what? You start right back there at the same part. So who cares? So mm-hmm. there was no incentive to, to not do that, in my mind. Speaking of the spookaroos, the other spookaroo game... That's in a, the early access is the forest, and I think that looks very interesting because we've been talking for a long time about just a survival game. Yeah. You're you're on an island. Your job is to survive, and that's what the forest ostensibly was when the first media came out for it. And as it's gotten closer to, I guess this sneak preview release on on steam they've added like there are indigenous people on the island and they're they're crazy mutant cannibals yeah, so i like that i like mutant cannibals it's, i actually I don't do like that yeah um, that sounds like it ruins it I, no, who I, wants who wants more mutants in their game it sounded like a cool idea as b was describing it and then you got to mutant cannibals and i'm like ah okay never why mind. wouldn't you like yeah. that it's so much more it's interesting just every, than just fighting a soldier else. guy it's, which is every other it's game. lazy 
Why is it? I'd like- rather I'd rather there be no enemies like that. Just have well, it survival. Lucky for you and me, Bobby. In the final, like the the actual release of the game, mm-hmm. there's an option to basically disable all of the monster slash supernatural stuff. Yeah, isn't but more the game made... risk of being attacked and invaded. Like, isn't that a whole dimension of the game? Is pro- trying to prepare yourself for well, to, dealing with to, those invasions. To that point, is the game gonna? Be, basically be ruined is it designed around those guys being there so if you turn them off like there's no game left or something don't know so that's the problem it sounds like all you wanted to do anyway was cook fish and stuff like that i actually do there's a game called um lost in blue for the ds and that game is at its best before you find out there's other people on the island hmm. not to spoil lost in blue sorry guys i remember back when that game came out you were sort of chronic chronicling your time with the game yeah um for some reason, I kept thinking you were talking about that movie, End to the Blue. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that, actually. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that was a great game, but the survival part of that was awesome. Like, you could only last a certain amount of time um, before you needed food or water or whatever the hell it was. It's been six mm-hmm. years now since I played it, probably. Actually, no. God, it's been like nine. Uh, but that part was great. And then you get to this, you find, like, a cave, and then you find other people in it, like, other people living on the island, and then it's like, ah, oh, no, I don't like this anymore. It's not fun. I, I just wanted the whole, like, how long can I survive before help comes or whatever it is. Yeah, but yeah. now it's how long can you survive until help comes when there might be cannibal attacks. <laughs> I don't know I mean, that. it was because I, I really don't like how they ratcheted it up because at first it was just survive on an island, and then it was survive on an island against cannibals and then it was survive on an island against mutant cannibals and now they've added these like the monsters have like eight arms like goro yeah i i I gotta say i like that i I get tired of just fighting this like i don't want my enemies to be regular humans that gets boring i like to have something a little fantastical so i have no complaint there and when i first discovered the game was just a few weeks ago and there was already mutants in it so i don't really have any like there's I hadn't heard of this game until about a week ago. Yeah, and there was already mutants a week ago, so what are you complaining about? I like the idea of the old version. I didn't even know there was an old version, but what, what you have to say for the game is um, this is an, an indie game made in Unity use, just by like a few dudes, similar to a game like Rust, which is a game made in Unity by just a few dudes. Except this game actually looks good, and Rust is shit. Well, to be fair, the forest guys are all professional digital animators for feature motion pictures. Yeah, so if you if you play so if you're used to playing a lot of these early access indie type games and survival games, you're very used to the characters the the animation and the presentation of the characters to being like very wooden, very very bare mm-hmm. essentials style like no frills, bare essential type thing like rust. Um but in forest it's like the animation is very silky smooth and there's like nice motion blur which makes it look kind of cool. I know some people don't like the motion blur but it has that and it, it's kind of kind of a it's not completely 100% slick but compared to uh, most indie games it's very slick and that's particularly in the animation department stuff just looks so cool when it moves and that actually is like a big selling point for me. But, so I didn't play it much yet like I did load it up on Steam and I well, went in there and I ran f- around how finished is it? So I know it's early access, but is there a percentage? Is there a release date? I have, I have no clue, date? but it, it certainly seems playable, and it seems, at least at least on the exterior, it seems pretty polished. Um, it's, it's super duper rough. I mean, the, the big bug right now is that you can't save, like, at all. Yeah. 
But it's so not like no. you're going to go in and all the item descriptions are missing and there's nothing to do and the game looks like shit, like Rust. But it, but it, it, it may not be totally done, but it's not I Rust. I, I think I would have rather they had spent more time on, you know, saving than filling out all the item descriptions. Well, the game just, just launched on Greenlight like three days ago. So, I mean... Well, I have a question now, though, Peter. And I don't know if we want to rehash this, but last episode, which was now six months ago, yeah. you had a, a huge issue with these early access games and them mm-hmm. having huge bugs and you not being able to really and play then he the turned game. around and bought one and now y- yeah what's, well, I've bought I've on? bought early access games before and after yelling about them so why is this one okay because I was curious about it <laughs> fair enough no I mean to be I'll, I'll, I, we can my, my big I was particularly angry about early access at the time because Rust's struck me as being so cynical it was so unfinished it's like I, I've always been okay with sort of the general premise of of you know we're gonna put the game out like you can you can sort of pre-order it and get access to it now and help us along with the development uh, and as being like an interesting perk or kind of a fun way of doing things for fans of the game or, or supporters or whatever but it, it's it started seeming to me like it became sort of predatory, like sort of like people were just taking advantage of that whole thing too much. And that that's, and games like Rust really felt like that because you look at it and it's just absurd looking at the top selling game on Steam being like this, this really shantily built thing that's barely held together and all the item descriptions say placeholder and, and there are no graphics really. And I am vocal frying like a motherfucker. I'm not yeah, even trying weird. to though. Uh, I don't know why that is, but yeah, but just it, it, it started to seem like some games were just taking it, becoming abusive with the whole early access thing, and it, it felt kind of like it was like the general premise of early access. I didn't necessarily disagree with, but I was pretty worked up about Rust. No, you you hated early access. I mean, you were against the entire premise of early access around Rust. I did. I was mad at Rust, but I wasn't. I wasn't mad you, at the You may general have been concept. mad at Rust, but you were taking it out on Early Access. I, I was taking it out on what Early Access had become. Um, well, Early Access is still the same thing. I mean, there's still a gazillion games in Early Access. Yeah. Just because the forest is further along than Rust was doesn't I think mean the, Early the, Access the fact doesn't that have I the same flaws it did. The fact that I haven't played Rust and I've forgotten about Rust, my position is softened because I don't really, I'm not mad about Rust anymore. Because I, I, it's worn off, I haven't played it in six months. Um, so the problem—the problem was never early access. The problem was the specific game. The problem was again certain games be, being abusive towards early access, and Rust being like a shining golden example of abusiveness in my eyes at the time. Um, but yeah, I, but I think there can be a good thing. I think there can be there, there there can be such a thing as as a as a good early access arrangement where. I don't know. I don't know where the line is. Like, I'm just thinking about it. I'm trying to break well, it down. That's a, that's exactly what I was going to say, is the line is going to be 100% subjective. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not sure where the line is. It, I just think well, that there, there should be... One. I think there should be a little more something than what Rust was. I think it's, I think there should be something a little more than that. And, just, and the fact that it was so unfinished and was a top-selling game on Steam, making them millionaires... Um, kind of made it more inflamed like it, it kind of exasperated the whole thing for me and like there was some natural backlash from me because the game was top selling it's like you know 
if Steam's going to put a game on the front page and push it really hard and say it's the top-selling game and it's the first featured game every single fucking day, there should be some some kind of standards enforced with that because the, there, there are people who will look at that and say, oh, it's the top thing on Steam. It must be good. Like, the, like no matter what else it says, there are people who will make that connection. And I have to say, I made it to some extent. You know what I mean? But but where do you make the? My entire point is you can't make that call. Like the, there's no set of criteria that have to be met before. I know. It's and okay the, and to I know. Put it and I guess I guess the, the reality is that we have a system that can be abused or it can be used well. And sometimes if a game that seems unfinished is really popular and on the front page of Steam. Oh, I definitely think that Steam should vet its front page featured games more. If it's going to push something and tell you to buy it, basically, by but putting it, it should vet it. Um, you can't use the word vet without having criteria. That's what vetting means. Steam should look at the game and say, wow, this is too unfinished. We can, we have no problem with them listing this on our store, but as an early access game, but we're not going to, we're not going to push this on our customers and say it's the number one selling game and put it on the number one feature slot every day and tell people to buy so, it. So if it's not, if it is the number one selling game, they shouldn't promote it as the number one selling game. That's, that's ridiculous. They should not have anything like in the main store section on the front page that's too unfinished. They should vet everything that's on the front page. Yeah. You have to define too unfinished. Not Rust. That's the definition. Not what Rust was. <laughs> this, is, this is absurd. You know what game is polished? Mario Kart 8. I've anyway, already unlocked all the cards, or uh, not all the cards, but all the drivers. I'm still I'm missing like three. Yeah. I'm not sure who the three are. I think they're all Koopa Kids, though. All you have to do is do a new a cup on a CC that you haven't done yet. It doesn't even have to yeah. be the gold cup. I like I, I found that out. I was like, why was I wasting my time restarting if I missed gold on the 150 CC? Because someone hit me with a red shell right before the finish line, or maybe it, maybe sometime during the race I got hit by eight things in a row where I have control over none of it. <laughs> the yeah, the one, pretty 150 is still pretty obnoxious when it yeah. comes to that. The, the problem, like, I know that's not, the selling point of the game isn't racing against this, the, the AI, I, I get that, but still, doing it is pretty fucking annoying. Because they cheat like crazy, they they will sometimes go fast, usually if they're behind you and they're predestined to win, they will go fast when they're behind you. And you also frequently be hit by 18 things in a row, and I don't know. Yeah, I found the best part of the single player for me so far has been the uh, time trials. So I, I went in there just to figure out which, I guess, racer is the fastest, you know, which combination. The uh, racer plus the uh, the different carts and whatever, the wheels and crap. Which um, one And I ended it? up, I just went to the very first, well, for me, strangely, it was Waluigi and, like, the buggy, the, it's like a bug cart. Yeah, the little and thing that's very circular looking. Yeah. I've been doing then, a Bowser in the bug cart with the biggest wheels. I haven't tried the biggest wheels, but anyway, so I threw on uh, the first time trial, played that for, I don't know, I tried a few different racers, ended up with Waluigi, and then I realized I was getting really close to, like, the Nintendo par time for the course, um, so I played it, like, two or three more times, finally beat that guy, and you get, that's how you get stamps, apparently, yeah. so if you care about unlocking things in the game, you gotta beat the time trials. Uh, the Nintendo times aren't unbeatable. Some of them are harder than others. So it's probably not their best time. It's just a time that they think it's good. Yeah. In fact, you can kind of see that it's almost a way to show you some of the shortcuts, too. Do you they get don't... to see a ghost? Yeah, yeah, You're racing the ghost. Oh. So you're not... It's almost worth doing just, like, watching it, like, once or twice. Because you they take the shortcut, but they don't take it every time. Because it would it'd be impossible to beat it if they did. 
Um, so they're beatable. They're meant to be beaten, but they're fun to try to compete against. Um, you can also download ghosts. So I went online and downloaded, like, from Japan, some guy who had the top time on the first course. I- impossible. Like, two seconds later, you don't even see him anymore. He beat me by, like, 25 seconds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know how people get that good. Um, In a two-minute ra- two race, he beat me by 25 seconds. I went through a, a brief phase where I thought motorcycles were the shit. I was like, oh, this is this is superior. Because uh, you can corner sharper, and I was like, and I, I was, I was kind of in this mode where I was like, you know, it's a little harder to power slide and get the little speed boosts because they turn so sharp. But you can, it's easier to get the best lines. Like it's easier to st- to, st- to stay on the on the part of the track that's the fastest, like stay on the inside of the turns and stuff. But then I realized that my I wasn't, I didn't seem to be doing any better. So I was like, well, maybe it's not better. But it's, it feels like it's better when you're driving a motorcycle. Yeah, it seems faster, and they do have. I think they have higher top speeds or higher acceleration. One of the two. But a corner, uh, like it's easier to take those really sharp lines, like take it, the shortest cut through the turn or whatever. It is, but at the same time, it's you're not getting the speed boost from the power slide. Yeah, it's, harder it's, it's to do way that. harder to power sl- power slide. Yeah. So I've been sticking with the carts. I do. I've tried bikes. It's just way too hard with the power sliding because I'm still too used to when I get to a corner, throwing the tr- you know throwing the jump on and holding the trigger. Um, the one annoying thing, and it's probably just a Mario Kart thing. I, haven't, I didn't play the Wii one. And I haven't played them in a while, really. When you get an item that you want to hold behind you, do you have to hold L the whole time? You can hold it behind you? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, yes, I guess maybe you, you do. But anyway, yeah, if you get like a shell or a banana peel, if you hit L but hold it and then hit down, it just hangs it behind your cart. But I think you have to hold L the rest of the race. You know, until you want to let go of it. I didn't even know you could do that. Is that so that if someone runs into you, they get hit? Yeah, or it blocks shells, too. Yeah, if, if someone's shooting a shell at you, you can dangle the thing behind you, and I, it just I destroys been, your item. Yeah, I'd been just trying to time it so that you shoot the thing backwards to block the shell, but I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah, I noticed the horn is actually pretty tough to time. You know, it's easy to time the um, the blue shell when it's about to hit you, because it's right above you. But using the horn, the horn, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, it just blows away all other items that are near you. Actually, it blows away racers, too. Yeah, I didn't realize but, that it affected racers until, you know, later. Yeah, but so red shells, you have no idea. Maybe there's a, an alert I'm not seeing on the screen, but you don't know how far away it is. So you see, like, the red shell thing at the bottom, like it's coming. But I have no idea when to use the, the horn on it. So it's easier to just have a green shell or something or a banana handy. But I love it. I'm surprised, too, because I got it. Not, I wasn't totally hyped for it. It was just like, yeah, I'll get Mario Kart, whatever. And it comes with a free game, why not? Uh, but since I got it, it's like the only game I played. I haven't played Watch Dogs since Friday when I got this. <laughs> yeah, it's... See, the, the main reason I didn't bite on it was I got Mario Kart Wii and played it for like two days yeah, we've... and then quit. We played Mario Kart Wii one time, I think. Like Ooh. We put it in, we raced against each other a couple times, yeah. and then went out and then never put it in again. Well, the, the Wii U one has actual online so you can actually race p- other people and kind of go into a group with each other and be racing the, against other people. The Wii one did too, and I'm not going to pretend that I tried it, so I don't know how intricate it was or if it was difficult to get set up, whatever. But um, yeah, the Wii U one's it's nice. You just it's right on the main menu. You click online, and you're in a group with you know however many people in a couple seconds. They don't let you shit talk other people though. No, you're forced. Unless I think with your friends, you can use voice chat. Uh, but when you're with other people, you have to use the selections. So I just always, I just spam, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous about this race. I'm really nervous about this race. <laughs> Nintendo is so antiquated with all their online stuff. I mean, I know that's obvious, but it's just it's always so striking whenever I play a Nintendo game. Yeah, it's weird. I, I kind of wish they'd back away from that. They're living just, in like a different dimension. 
I know they're they're scared of um, I don't know lawsuits or what, but nobody else is running into that. <laughs> yeah, after, I don't know what their thought process is with that. I get, I get it early on in the Wii or the DS where it's like we're not sure about this yet, guys. But it's been I mean Xbox Live's been around fifteen years or whatever now, right? Yeah, thirteen years. Uh, so it it it's kind of played out, and now they can jump aboard. You can probably deal with voice chat. It's okay. Anyway, that uh, doesn't hurt the game. Really. I bet. I bet the first the first word spoken on voice chat once they put that in will be like, quote unquote, or something like that. <laughs> Welcome. So we're so to close. Online. We're so close. No, no, I was quoting it. It's okay to say that. No, it's not. I wasn't calling it, anyone that. Being I'm pretty sure it's not okay it's not to quote okay. it. I was being academic. Nope. You can't say that in class either. Yes, you can. No. What class did you go to? <laughs> Not that class. I don't think that came up. You could say that word if you're doing it in kind of an academic sense. It's no problem. Come on. Anyway. That's two words that we're really unsure about. At least one well, word I'm we're pretty unsure sure about. about. Pretty sure about that one. <laughs> one word we're unsure about and one circumstance we're pretty sure about. <laughs> anyway, I love Mario Kart. I, I'm surprised, too, because I expected to play it, to, you know, unlock all the racers and then kind of be like, okay, I'll play online with Pete every once in a while. But I... Like, I want to play it right now. I want to go do time trials right now. Hmm. It's fun. Um, and when you do finally beat the little Nintendo time... So, like, I was racing um, Baby Luigi through the one. When I finally did it, I'm like, fuck you, Baby Luigi. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. That, you're the reason they're not putting voice chat in. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I chose my words carefully. So, it's fun. I unlocked... It's, it's, the last thing I did was unlock a teddy bear car. Yeah, um, I got that. One. I got the. Um, I don't. Know, are you? Can we talk about what the unlocks are like for some of these things? I don't think anybody cares. But I don't. I don't care. Um, one of the things is like Bowser's airship, but you know, as a cart. So I've been using that now, yeah. just because it looks cool. It's kind of the same as the the buggy cart. I think it has like the exact same attributes. So I like. The is everything it. basically the same within the like weight classes and just kind of different skins? No, they're all different. If you so if you bring up a character, like pick a character, and then on the next screen hit start, and it brings up the attributes, and then you can back out and try a different character. They're I know, but are there different. differences beyond what those bars are? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's all I know. Because I mean, they're all listed. They're weight. And, and if you look at, the, and when we're talking speed. about the actual characters, am I to understand that there are three types of characters, and and within those three types, they're all the same? No. So no, like, like is, is little Koopa like are the babies all the same? Like all the, all the small class people, Koopa babies and stuff, are they the same? I haven't checked those, but like Mario and Luigi are different, and they used to be the same, right? Weren't they the same like medium class? Oh. I went through the whole thing, kind of thinking know. that everything, everyone fell within three categories, and they're all the same within those there, three. There's no huge advantage for using any specific type. I mean, the top speed is still with the bigger guys, the acceleration is still with the smaller guys, but and you can even modify that with the carts and the wheels and all that. So. Well, one thing you got to say, though, is that um, a bigger racer is going to push everyone around in ways that a small guy will no matter what. Because your cart is bigger, even if it's the same cart. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's like, the weight, yeah, too. Yeah, weight matters so, a lot. Yeah. Yep, it's a fun game. Beave, if you, uh, if you ever get it, let's race. <laughs> right. It's a date. All right. You want to race? If if you be if you become a ghost and and get your time under Arge's thing somehow he'll race you. <laughs> right, race on my time. Yeah. Well, that's how. Uh, back in Super Mario Kart, that's really where we played Super Mario Kart for years because what we did was 
just swap the cart back and forth and race race each other's ghosts. Mm-hmm. I still think that's the most fun part because the, the racing online even. Yeah, you'll probably if you get really good at the you know the course really well, you'll end up in the top three or four every time. But it's still a lot of luck. It's still a lot of bullshit. Well, that's um, part but- of the equalizing of it, though, because if there wasn't any bullshit, then you might find yourself not able to win ever. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just that's Mario Kart. But at the same time, if you really just want to like mess with times, like B was saying from the uh, the original, that's it's still fun. Is it is the balancing, you know, shenanigans as pronounced as it was in the Wii version. I mean, the Wii version was basically a crapshoot who was going to win. No, it, the the better players rise to the top. Okay. I'm pretty much right in the middle of the pack every time. I'm not a better player. I finished first once during our online thing. Yeah. Only once. I remember that. I like, look at I, I remember. That Elisa but, girl finished first like every time, though. Except when Elisa I did. The time. Except for that time. <laughs> yeah, she was my nemesis. If you... I, you can click your uh, people you've played with. It says, it's probably, I guess it's it's like a head-to-head number. So it's like, you know, five to two. I'm guessing it's who finished ahead of the other one. Um, Elisa was up on me like five to one or something. I'm up on you like five to four. It's a close one, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming for you. Uh, you're not coming for me. So what was your free game? What'd you pick? Oh, I didn't even do that yet. See, the problem with it is just, if I remember, there are three, free, four free games, and three of them I already have, and the fourth is Wii Party, which I don't care yeah. about. That's that was my exact my exact problem. I went with Wii Party just because I didn't getting Pikmin or Mario or Zelda. I already have Zelda digitally, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but getting the other two digitally just didn't. I would never. It doesn't mean anything to me. So I don't. I you know, game, I don't it know. saved you a step of having to look for the disc. So I'm just picking which one I want to be conveniently at my fingertips anytime I have an emergency. Yeah. I mean, I I was. I guess Mario would make sense. Yeah. I hundred percented Mario, but to play Luigi, you have to have the disc in. Because getting a disc isn't that hard, but if there's already another disc in there, and then you have to get it, and then sw- take the other one out and put it away, and then take the new <laughs> one, like swapping between discs, it's like so hard that it will dissuade me from playing. So there's a real reason to have a digital game on there. Like if, like I- I've had that play out, like on my PS4, it's happened a lot. Yeah, where the I game that's digital will get played just because I don't feel like changing any discs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I've, I've done the same thing, but little kids' version of us would be like, "What the fuck, dude? What's wrong with you?" Well, just I'm just a work. serial. I'm just a serial monogamist with games. Anyway, I play one game into the floor and then move on to the next game. Yeah. Oh, that was the other one I picked up was um, Wolfenstein a couple weeks ago. That one is also enjoyable. Surprisingly, I had zero. I, I knew nothing going in. And I had kind of lowered expectations, but I enjoy what I played. It's better than it should be, that's for sure. Yep. It's, it's absolutely better than it should be. And it's got... How's that for a box quote? <laughs> it's true, though. It's like, when you when you hear about a new Wolfenstein, I know you were... I mean, I remember you pasting videos to me, Stevie. Like, like you were at least somewhat excited or somewhat like, hey, check this out, Wolfenstein's coming back. Yeah. I did, just didn't care at all. Just like, <laughs> not at all. That Wolfenstein is back. So to me, yeah, it was just generic shitty shooter. Um, but then, like just before release, at least people were starting to say good things about it. People who got like pre-release, you know, Steam copies and all that. Um, so I for tw- I think it ended up being twenty bucks at Best Buy with all the rewards zone stuff. So I said, mm-hmm. all right, new PS4 game, sure. And surprisingly, it's very very good. It's, yeah, it's because- very old school. Like like mm-hmm. there was a time when um, when the whole thing with Halo where you have to 
get hit and then go hide and wait for your health to come back and it's like a, a endless resource if you just are able to get to cover that used to be novel but now doing not doing that is what's novel <laughs> like, so true. Wolfenstein no, still... you have to pick up health packs and I'm like this is fresh and new there's no like my health doesn't automatically come back <laughs> it's fresh and it's like 2000 but now yeah, it's going back for 15 years is fresh yeah. and new what's old is but new it... again uh, beef the first couple levels felt exactly like the old like Return to Castle Wolfenstein from the like the original Xbox which I loved um, it's a little different since then now it's turning into more of a um, I don't I don't even know how to describe it but almost I mean it's ex Starbreeze guys so it's the the Riddick I don't know if you mm-hmm. played Riddick on the original Xbox but awesome game but it's now it's feeling a little more like that but it does I mean it, the only regenerating health is it jumps you up um, to a minimum so they, of 20 to, yeah 20 yeah. so if you're at 15 you get back up to 20 if you're at 21 and that's just to, to sort of get around the one of the prop one of the only problems with having a tr- an old school health system which is getting your save kind of fucked up because <laughs> because you only have one health right uh but yeah there used to be a time when i was like when when those f- first games were out were like it was you know halo or call of duty or whatever where you just hide behind something and pant for a couple seconds and that heals you up I was like, "Wow, this is nice. It's convenient. I don't have to like this is this is where it's all going. This is this is next gen." But I'm like, that actually adds a lot of annoyance into the game too, because it it, it forces the game balance to be balanced around hiding behind cover all the time. Yeah, and it adds unnecessary wait time. So you're yeah. constantly, even if the battle's going on right next to you, you're like, "I gotta go hide for a second. Yeah, I don't like that. I just uh, kills pacing. I want to get away from that. I want to have just just have a have a number." Yeah, yep. have a number and don't lose the number. Beep. Well, what a, what appeals to me about it, and what we probably should have used as a segue earlier was uh, you can apparently play the whole thing rather stealthily. Um, towards like later on, the, the first couple of missions are there just are like action missions. They kind of they you kind of know whether you're supposed to be in a stealth mission or not. It's like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't seem to be a game that's very. I mean, there's a little of that. There's a little choice, but generally, it seems to be a game where it's kind of telling you whether you're supposed to play stealthy or not. Because mm-hmm. the stealthy missions, a lot of times, they just take your weapons away. Yeah, they either take your weapons away, but strangely, on those, the enemies have their weapons taken away too. On some of them, there's one where like everybody just has a billy club. It's the only weapon. <laughs> yeah, well, you have I guess it makes sense club. contextually though. Where the the setting makes sense for that. Yeah. Because I suppose if you're uh, like if you're pretty. It's just too much possibility of a prisoner getting a gun and take and killing everyone. Mm-hmm. If you have guns in the prison, there's a lot of stabbing in that level. A lot of stabbing. There's some stabbing happens. Yep, but it's a fun game. It's all right. All right, so we're already at an hour, but let's talk E3 predictions. All right, that's always. I was actually listening back to old TZs today, and uh, actually, let, let's talk about this for a second. So. I was listening to the E3 2008 wrap-up. Yeah, brutal. For some reason, we hated... Not hated, but we were very anti-Sony and Nintendo back then. <laughs> we, were, we were all pro-Xbox? We are super pro-Xbox. Like, that's all, all we cared about was the Microsoft conference. Wow. Was was this very before sure. I was on? Uh, yeah, this was like episode five or well, six. Well, think about the context, though. This was during the Wii years, and I didn't like Wii, so like that explains that. And also... Um, PS3 
was languishing a little bit, especially during those early, those first three or four years. And it also didn't have as well, as good of an online infrastructure at the time. It was also, yeah, and it was also way overpriced. I think it was, I think it was still $4.99 um, at that time. Because I remember one of the things you said during the episode was you would buy a PS3 if it was only 400 bucks. Yeah. So <laughs> it was definitely more than that. Uh, yeah, anyway, but we were, we were way into uh, to the Microsoft conference didn't didn't care about Sony or Nintendo. That was the year Nintendo had the Wii Music one, so kind of <laughs> obvious. That's the one where the guy with the drums, there yeah, was a guy yeah, on drums, yeah. and Miyamoto was on the whatever, and it, it was horrible. Yep, oh, it, was that, it was the year Nintendo like just went crazy. I guess what ha- I guess if your company is met has met out, like insane runaway success, it might just lose its mind. They were well, they were complacent, I think. So they were just like. Well, here's more of what you seem to have liked so far. <laughs> uh, so our predictions for that show were like, we wanted a new Punch-Out and a new Zelda, which we did eventually get both of. Uh, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk about Metroid too much. I guess we were already over the Metroid Prime series. It was probably a little, uh, a little too recent. I don't uh, think there's any other M yet. No, there was another M yet. That was the next year, I think. Anyway. Me, you, and Drac, because Stevie wasn't on yet, uh, we picked our top three from E3. Hmm. All right. Here's our top three, so you don't have to go back and listen to episode six. All right. Pete's top three. Fallout three. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. And we weren't allowed to, to repeat each other, so that's, that's what I stand by that pick. Yep. Let's let's just see who's this have stood the test of time here. Okay? What are we picking? Like our best games? This was our our fate our just after E three. What what excited us at E3? Uh, right. Why are we not allowed to pick the same thing? Because <laughs> we wanted to talk about different games okay. over the, the well, course. Fallout so 3 yours, is a good choice. I, I like that. Yep, yours were Fallout 3, The Force Unleashed. Ugh. A little tough, little, little tough one. You hit a rough patch. What's wrong? With, what's going on with Pete? <laughs> and uh, I think you, you almost went with Silent Hill. Uh-huh. The new... The, I don't know if that was Downpour or if that was in the, the one before that. It was prior to that. It was the one yeah. where the guy's in the army coat. You know which one I mean? And it had the nurses in it. Oh, wait. Was that the one where you couldn't... The, was that the one where you couldn't uh, invert look? Yeah. It was the game I got. And even though it seemed like a pretty good game, I just couldn't hang with it because I couldn't invert the Y-axis on the on the camera thing. So I was like, fuck yeah, it. That. I'm not going to do this. And you <laughs> you told me about that, and then I never opened my cup. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the game is it by all you know I, I start into the game and it actually looks like it's going to be pretty good but no Y access I'm gone I'm out what is that noise yeah is anybody hearing that I'm hearing it I think it's Beeb I don't hear a noise hey mute yourself for a second Beeb we're hearing like a high pitched squeal hi no, it's gone anyway your last one was Left for Dead which also pretty good, know, pretty good, decent game, decent game. I hated it for some reason. I don't know why. I did not <laughs> like it. Um, it's, it's, it's so weird listening to those old episodes because it's like a different person. It's like yeah. it's not us. It's just it's weird. Anyway, Drax top three were Resident Evil Five. It's pretty good. I mean, Fable you know, Two. Yeah. What's Fallout Two? Fable Two. Oh, Fable Two. Yeah. Which we were all excited about, by the was way. Was I? Which ended up being garbage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Rock Band 2, which was just 
whatever. Yeah, it's strange that I would have been excited about Fable 2 because I played I had already played Fable 1 and I was very disillusioned by Fable 1. But yeah. I guess I thought that Fable 2 was going to be, okay, now we have the next gen. We're going to be able to deliver on the promises they couldn't on the first game. It's going to be real yep. this time. Pretty much. And it was just more lies from that from that douche. Um my <laughs> I don't think we had gone in. Yeah, it was because it was after Fable. 2 and I'm not going to say Molyneux. I'm going to say Molinex because that's how it's spelled. Go back to your country. I think he did. <laughs> he went back. <laughs> he did. Uh, so mine were Prince of Persia 2008, which I still like to this day. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't pick that. You guys picked for me. I don't what? like it. What do you say, Stevie? It. Everyone got super robot-y. It, it's. Yeah, you're yeah. you're the only one who's robot. You're, you're the robot. <laughs> he thinks everyone else is the robot. You're the robot. <laughs> it's you. That'd be a good, that's a good twist at the end of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was the robot all along. <laughs> the entire movie, he's calling everyone else a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid robot. Oh, man, I was the robot. Wah, wah. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> You guys picked Prince of Persia for me. I'd walked away, but I like it. I do not like it. Uh, Mirror's Edge was my second one. It's all right. Which we're probably going to see a sequel this year. Well, we're definitely seeing a sequel. They already kind of announced it. Mm -hmm. And my third one, I don't know about. I never played it. At the time, it looked good, but I think it got really terrible reviews. Dark Void. That was one of those games where there you had good reason to think maybe it'd be good because this is before yeah. Capcom had just sat on all their own credibility. Yep. You were very pro Capcom too. Everything you said was like Capcom's great. Capcom's the best. Well, they were, but the, until they yep. shot on everything, it's like yeah. Capcom had built up a high pedigree for itself um, through Resident Evil Four and some other games, and then it spent a lot of last gen just kind of peeling that pedigree away mm -hmm. <laughs> by just unleashing low quality yeah, like games. Like the second half of uh, of last gen pretty rough for him but dark void demoed really well i remember that actually I, in the episode i started to describe the demo and i remember watching it it was actually it was a pretty cool demo um but for some reason i never played the real game. see capcom I, I had known capcom for making slick next gen games like lost planet at the time was crazy mm -hmm. um so you know but they, they they undid so much of that by releasing bomb after bomb after bomb like dark void and uh and uh, uh, Bionic Commando, and I don't know. We actually called it Bionic Man Fucking Ando. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it's a classic yeah. teasing line. Anyway, so let's do that again. But, you know, after the C3. Uh, but I have a question first. Um, All right. Do you think they will show the Star Wars uh, 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 fr uh, Battlefield game? Yeah, I think they will. I mean, they showed the, the teaser last year, which is just CG, but I think they have to. Now, it's weird, though, because they'll be competing against themselves with the other Battlefield. What's the thinking behind yeah. that? Because they have this franchise they do every other year, every year, or whatever, and now they're going to have another one? I don't totally get even using the Battlefield name there. I get it. They, I guess I do get it. They want to just, hey, Battlefield's popular. It's a name people know. Here's Battlefield, but in smaller quarters. I, I don't know. I think the game, I think it's going to do it a disservice because it seems like it's more... Counter strikey, but with vehicles. Is it Battlefront? Well, they're basically. They're trying to take a, the play out of Activision's book with having, you know, multiple paths for the same franchise, so they can release something once a year. Yeah, it's just it's they already have that because they have Titanfall, um, and uh, what 
Titanfall Battlefield. And uh, will there be Titanfall two at E three? No, I think they let that sit. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think they announce it because when they announce it, it'll be for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they let that sit. But the EA conference, when you look at the list, it's actually I'm kind of excited for it. It'll be Battlefront. It'll be Mirror's Edge um, two. Um, the, a little bit I've seen of the new Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield Counter Strike looks cool. Uh, there's more in there. I forget the Criterion game. Are they going to show the Last Guardian? I think so. Hmm. Every year we probably think so, but I think so. Well, this is the first time where we're having an E3 following a number of incidents of them, um, kind of hinting that the game exists, or actually literally saying that it exists. So that's all happened since last E3, pretty much, where they've kind of dropped some hints about the game so i do think that that it's going to be there and i i think there's a good chance it'll be the last game they show at the sony conference beaver yeah peter and i were debating this the other day and i just it's not a that's a fan service game not a marquee mainstream Dave media think, game Dave thinks it'll be uh grand theft auto 5 ps4 edition You're like that's dumb Frick, no it's going to be something very mainstreamy um it's uncharted yeah, I, I after Bobby said Uncharted, I if I could change my answer, I would. But um, you're locked in. I don't know. I'm I mean, locked in, so. normally I would say unch- it would be Uncharted, but I, I I do think there's a reasonable chance it'll be The Last Guardian because of its incredibly storied history. Uncharted is definitely either first or last because they'll either kick off the conference with "Holy shit, it's Uncharted 4. Check out these graphics, yeah. or they'll end it with that. Hmm. Um. They they had done that one year with I think it was Uncharted two. Um, they they let off the conference with it. Yeah, but and, there's uh, there's rarely has there been a time when when you've had a game with this much mystique and you know not only prestige but mystique and like this whole weird story on the internet where where it's it's just become kind of a joke where it's it, it never is anywhere it's never there it never shows up so you've got this really storied history with the game and I I just think that's hard for them to leave alone I think they'd want to make a big splash with how they show the game. I think they won't think, be able to resist. Do you remember how Microsoft announced Killer Instinct last year? Uh, it was just like one guy said he's going to rape the girl or something. Oh, that was that was when they actually played oh, it. Okay. But when they actually, what, what, what the hell was that? I don't know. But when they actually announced it was coming, it was just just sit back oh, and take it. Yeah. Oh no! You know what? That was E3. The announce it was um, when they showed off the Xbox the first time, and they did TV, 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 TV. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when they announced Killer Instinct, I think. And when they did, it was just in between two segments, a logo popped up and said Killer Instinct. Yeah, I think Last Guardian is going to be similar. It's just like it's still alive. Last Guardian. No, coming I, I think it's time. I think we've arrived at the point in history where the game's going to come out and it's going to be a splash and it's going to it's this is going to be its coming back party. Um, and wow, just 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 to indulge what? me for a second, that and game it's... is so exciting. Beaver, I I just want you to uh, come away with me into another land, uh, Beav, and 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 live our lives with this giant creature. But Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, if there were sequels to those, like true sequels, those wouldn't be the big splash you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm saying, first of all, like I said, this developer, you know, the people these these. This developer who makes these incredibly rare games that come out every five years or whatever, uh, it's got even if it it's not a Call of Duty type seller, it's got an incredible amount of prestige around it. And so you taking that 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 by itself may not get you the marquee spot on the in the conference, but 
or you know the big spot at the end but um that with that incredible history around it where you ha- it's almost like an internet meme like last guardian's just not going to be there you know it, so they're going they're not going to make it a little footnote it's going to be a big splash don't you know what I'm don't, don't you get that don't you understand not, that i, I think they'd think be, it will be last. i i think they'd be playing into that gimmick more by just you know either some teaser thing you know it's not going to be a footnote it's going to be a big splash when it comes or out. or burying something and like, just show a screen of logos don't, that are coming out. Don't you and the last want on there? The, <laughs> yeah, the internet would too. fucking explode yeah. if that happened. Don't you want to? It has nothing to do with what we want. Live with that guardian as your ally. I don't know if I do because it might be too sad. Because <laughs> you know it's yeah. probably gonna die. Just because well, yeah, you look at the cover of the game die. and you're like, okay, it's gonna die. Yeah. But think it's about it. Big... The horse didn't die in Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, but that's different. Didn't die. So you looked at that and said that horse is going to die. Yeah, yo. but and you, you, you know what? It, it did would. not die. You thought it did. Yeah, and but it didn't. Shows back up at the end. That was kind of a. So that's what's going to happen with the with with Last Guardian. You're going to think it's dead, then it'll show up at the end. <laughs> what if you listen back to this in five years and I'm exactly right? We'll know in a week if you're exactly right. How, no, you won't know what, how the game ends. Oh, and how it ends. Yeah, we'll probably know if you're. We'll probably know if you're right before this episode even gets released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to try to get this out before Monday, right? Um, I think we're going to see Tomb Raider too. I, I got to say that. Yeah, yeah. We might see something Tomb Raider. I was just reflecting on the good. fact that some. You know, I was talking to somebody, someone about this uh, the other day. I was talking about this to my brother, and I said. He was like, what's the best-looking game on PS4? And he's like, is it Infamous? And I'm like, you know, Infamous has the best special effects, whiz-bang-type wizardry on the screen, I guess. But just generally speaking, I think the best overall presentation is Tomb Raider. And so I've been thinking about Tomb Raider and how the game sort of grew on me a little over time. At first, I had this strong negative reaction to it because I was like, you know, I don't like cinematic games, you know. But, you know, over time, I kind of just... If unclinch a little bit, the game grew on me, and and not just that, it really is. I think the best looking game overall on PS4. I mean, I'm sure other people will disagree, but that's what I think. Mm, and so, I'm Tomb worried. Raider's on the brain, and I think there's going to be a Tomb Raider two at E3. What say you? Yeah, it's about time yeah. to show it. Do you think we're going to want a protector all over again, or are they going to jump forward <laughs> in the timeline? <laughs> I don't think they'll jump too far forward because they want to probably keep her that young model they've already developed. They redeveloped for the uh, the new version. Yeah, and uh, do you think they're going to... I guess what I'm saying is, are they going to start kind of morphing her into the original vision of her sort of being a vixen? Or are they going to stay with this more earnest type person? No, I think I, they'll stick with what they've designed. Okay, so she's I, not going to become more of a vixen. She's going to be sort of the more sincere, earnest type character. Well, by uh, what do you mean? Like, the way she's... The way the character is presented, um, if or... if not the clothing choice, maybe this could or could not entail like sexier clothing choices. Whether or not that's the case, I'm talking more about the personality of her sort of being a vixen and sexual, and she's you know, and she uses her sexual wiles on men, and you know, you you know what those oh. old games are like. They're kind of kind of like silly yeah. games where you're this vixen character, and then the new one came out, and and she was it was a complete departure. There she's was like a little kid. Yeah, well, she's not a little kid, but she's she's. You know, just a, a completely different personality than the way she's portrayed in the older games, which was, in all honesty, not really much of a personality at all, just kind of an archetype, vixen. Um, but yeah, and, and then the, they try to make her have more of a, uh, a more of a 
I don't know, sincere type character in the last game. So are they going to try to move her towards growing into that Vixen character they originally had? Or is it just going to be kind of the same character again? Are we allowed to talk yet? No. No. <laughs> is the question over? That, yeah, that was the longest question in the world. <laughs> um, well, I think they'll keep the character design like visually the same. And I don't think they'll go the Vixen route, but they've already kind of done the trial by fire now she's a warrior kind of thing not the oh i'm a scared little girl i don't want to kill anybody yeah, i'm tired i don't like, we don't need to just scared little like the whole scared little girl part of the game was a little bit dumb yeah. <laughs> but uh, no because yeah okay can we talk spoilers yet about tomb raider as long as you say you're going to okay i'm going to talk spoilers about the end of tomb raider they already did the woo thing you know you use the two guns at the end of the game so now she's officially the Lara Croft that uses two guns. So I think the next game's probably going to be more gunplay heavy than bow and arrow and that sort of thing. Hmm. I don't know. I think this is Lara Croft now. I don't think they go back to the the whole vixen style. Like uh, I don't even. So she's not going to be like I own my womanity, womanity. No. Or womanhood. She's not going to be the, the movie Lara Croft. Yeah, I own my womanhood and I will use... That's just my my womanliness is one of my tools in my toolkit and I'll use men with my woman. You know, whatever. If she stuff. if she does that, the character will be very uncomfortable doing it. Yeah, because I don't... I did like the character. Um, I thought they got a... They, they made a good balance of the character being appealing but not being, like, over the top. Um... Yeah, now that's a game where I do wish there was more side stuff to do. Not not the bullshit collectible stuff, but those little tombs. Yeah, I find those fun, but there are only like four of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I what I would like them to do is actually, I think what they wanted to do. It, it feels like what they wanted to do, but couldn't really do, was have it be a little more open. So I think that's actually where it's going to go. I think they're going to make it a little more open in the, the environments. That's what I expect. I expect to see like environments like that, that are bigger and more different things, more more side stuff, more open. You know what I mean, Beeb? Well, I would have liked more of the uh, the like climbing puzzles and that sort of stuff too. So I don't really care if they make it more open or not. I'd rather have more of that kind of thing. And I, I hope they don't try to put her into the um, sort of the original <laughs> garb where it's like the super short shorts and the midriff shirt. I, I, come on. I hope they keep it a little more grounded, like the first game. I, I thought the again, I know I know I'm repeating myself, but the first game I thought did it as well as it could be done, pretty much, at least in terms of the character. All right, so that's a lot of Tomb Raider two talk. <laughs> Look, it's more fun if you make predictions about games that haven't know, already been always... listed somewhere. All right, so Sony's kind. Of, let's go, you know, through the big three. We'll go we'll maybe glaze over Microsoft, but so Sony. What are you thinking? I mean, VR. Last Guardian. VR will probably be there. They have to show that to... This will be the first time it's a large audience. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. how. That's going to be tough to demo. You know? How do I don't you, know. How do you do that to a big stage... On, on a big stage to a, a large audience? I think you show someone doing it. Like think, all the uh, Oculus Rift videos. Yeah, but that's fine. Are we going to have some jackass falling out of his chair going, Whoa! It's so real! I hope not. That's what the Oculus Rift videos did. Yeah, I don't know. Sony, I think, has to be more of a, to use uh, Pete's old favorite term, a spectacle. Because they're they're setting up movie theaters where people are going 
to sit there and watch a press what, conference. What on hell is that about? Like, I, I'm try, like I heard that, and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, what are they so, thinking? Like, why? The closest well, one to me was a half hour away, so to me it just wasn't worth it. But if they give away something cool, I'm going to be pissed. There are two things I'm thinking about with the movie theater thing. And one is kind of the, the Nintendo kind of playbook thing where they did the mall tours. You know, go to the people kind mm-hmm. of thing if they're trying to be the, the people's console this time around. Yeah. Um, and the other part of it might be if they have, I don't know how many theaters they're doing it in, but if they send a Morpheus dev kit to some of them, like the major market ones, and let people try it, um, that'd be a huge word of mouth thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think that, I, that'd I be an if interesting they, wrinkle. They're doing something. I mean, they announced like special giveaways and special special stuff going on. I think they have to at least maybe bring some of the games. So maybe not Uncharted, but the the Order or something, allow that to be playable mm-hmm. um, by a handful of people. Thing is, you're, it's still a movie theater's you know worth of people. That's a lot of people to sit there for a couple demo units. Um, the other thought was that maybe they're going to give away um, Last of Us codes, mm-hmm. do kind of a surprise release on that. Whoa, Beep just died. He was so excited <laughs> by Last of Us I, code. I passed out. Last of Us. <laughs> you mentioned Last of Us and you just hit the ground. <laughs> it no, rocked it, my world. It does suck that I think they're going to waste conference time showing us the PS4 version of Last of Us. Well, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking That's, forward to playing it, but not. I don't want to see me, it. On let me let me tell stage. you something. Let me just tell you this. I played Last That's of Us. That's my pick for the start. I played last. I'll just. I'll make it quick. I played Last of Us back when it came out, and like right after I was done, I was like, "Oh, I want to play this again," you know, because I was. I, I liked the game so much, but I never got around to it yet. And I'm and now. I'm really glad that I didn't, because this will be the perfect time. So I, I'm actually looking forward to getting it on PS4 and really playing through it and doing the DLC and just covering everything at once in next gen graphics, if you will. But, if you had listened, I agreed with all of that. I said I want to play it. I don't think I don't think you want to play. I, I just don't feel like you want to play it as much as I do. I don't know how we got to wanting to play it to it being worth space. <laughs> yeah, in the presentation. I don't know. I don't know but I think going. that's what they start the presentation with. Yeah, that's that's a perfect starter. Hmm. Yep. So you guys are both saying that it's going to start with that end, and end with Uncharted. You bookend with Naughty Dog. Wow. Mm hmm. That's their that's their big gun. Well, I mean, what else, what else do they have? I mean, like, first-party developers, I mean, they could do... We haven't heard anything about God of War. I think that's another teaser. That's a quick glimpse at a CG trailer. Yeah, just that'll be a game that's, coming. like, in its fledgling stages, and they'll just, like, whip together some quick CG tease, basically. Yep. Exactly. But that's going to be... Just based on how Ascension and God of War three looked on the on eight year old hardware, that's going to be that's absurd. what I was going to say. If you look at the last God of War game, I mean the PS four one's going to be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I think what we're going to expect, just in general, out of Sony, is first party games which look out of this world. Like if like already, there's there's um like video clips and images of the Order, which looks pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, Even thinking about a console it. game looking on par or better than anything I've seen on PC so far is pretty crazy. Yeah, even well, like Drive Club, um, if you've seen any of the, the recent videos of that, that's starting to look gorgeous. And that was yeah. something that I think would have been a throwaway title at launch, but now they gave it more time, and now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, Drive Club was the second game, well, it 
the first game that actually tricked my wife was MLB. Yeah, that one screenshot. Yeah. yeah. That tricked um, me actually. That, I thought like why are you showing me a picture of baseball? Like what it what? Yeah, I I showed her a picture on my phone, so I was kind of cheating because it's the compressed screen and everything. But she's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Do you know do you notice anything weird about that?" And she's like, "Uh, she kept like looking for something. She's like, "Is something wrong with his foot?" She figured it out like, if it was on a bigger screen probably, but that's still the game probably. was pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, and then I showed uh just like last week I showed her the video of Drive Club and it it wasn't quite there. You know, she looked really skeptical, just, so I yeah. could tell she knew something was going on. Yeah. And she's like, Okay, I know that one's a game. But she had to think about <laughs> it's, it. It's for good a enough second. that right. you can you could just sell your car in real life because sure. you have a, an alternative now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that on the box. <laughs> and it's way faster. <laughs> right. Yep. Um But yeah, I think I, I think they'll go, waste some time. Not it, that it's totally wasted, but they're gonna, there's going to be Drive Club stuff when everybody's seen it already. Mm-hmm. I just want new stuff. I want, I want surprises, which, from all accounts, we're not going to get it. We're going to get, get, get some spectacular well, stuff from Sony. I think, I think we're going to get a significant third-party reveal. Hmm. Um, they're going to show... I think they'll show Assassin's Creed in more detail there. Well, mm-hmm. it's weird, because they're going after Ubisoft. Usually, or at least in the past, they've kind of shown a glimpse of AC, whatever, and then Ubisoft's done, like, a longer one. Maybe it'll be a little opposite this time, but um, you're definitely going to see Assassin's Creed there because that's always been Sony's kind of thing, is that even though it's on both, you get extra content with mm-hmm. us. Uh, so I think you'll see the new Assassin's Creed. Um, I don't know if there's going to be, like, a third-party exclusive, though, you know? Is it, um, is it a fact that Project Beast is an exclusive for PS4, or is that just kind of a rumor? No, I think that is known. I I think it's inferred because we know Sony resources oh, yeah, that's are right. helping that's develop right. it. Yeah. I mean, I guess if that. I mean, that by itself, counts. like I I already feel really justified in having a PS4, and and buying all pretty much only buying PS4 games and never really buying Xbox One games or playing Xbox One. But if there was no other reason, that by itself justifies the PS4. That's a, that's a pretty big get. My there's a, yeah, there's a few games already that maybe not that are out yet, but I mean, well, for me, MLB, but for the most part, yeah. Because being because being honest, tons of stuff. looking at it like this, um, for me, at least the way I've been playing PS4 so far, it's pretty much the destination, the premier destination for multi-platform games, which is most games. Uh, but there's no like um, exclusive thing that I have to have no matter what so far. Um, but now I know there's at least one that I definitely will have to have no matter what that isn't exclusive, and that's beast souls I think they'll probably show a brand new IP hmm. that is another you know ends up being one of those kind of big triple A things I mean the orders already that but I think mm-hmm. I, I could picture I just one. want you to um, sit back and reflect on the last Guardian when it was showed before how amazing that looked on PS3 hardware well it looked ah hardware. it looks let's be honest it looked good i mean I, I was looking at the video of last guardian on ps3 not long ago and i was like you know what this actually looks really cool i never said it didn't look good i'm saying was it ever on ps3 hardware i think it was it looks plausible at least but listen i think the ps4 version is gonna look so stupid yeah well there's so. really no reason it shouldn't yeah but i mean like it's just one of those things where it's gonna look stupid and it's gonna 
And yeah, so now I have at least two, re like Last Guardian, Project Beast. Like, these are exclusives that I would not want to live without. Like, these are games I would base my life around, <laughs> you know, for the week they, the week after they came out. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm like a huge PS4 guy now. I mean, if, I mean, that's not, in case it's not already obvious, but I, I like, I love I it. I don't know if any of those are system sellers. Though. Oh, 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 no, really. Oh. I think to the to that group of people to, to, to the Pete types be. out there that is a system seller. Project Beast and and Project Guardian are system sellers. Yeah, but the if you if you had a Venn diagram of people that live a week of their life around a video game release, they already own a PS4. Right. So that's what I mean about it not being a system seller. Is well, yeah, the Last a, Guardian won't sell units. There's enough fence sitters. Um, even if it's not between the two consoles, that'll get people to now jump to the next gen. I don't know, but you got something like gen. The Order, wh whose graphical fidelity is almost unbelievable on a $400 console. I mean, that is systems. That That is all about curb appeal. Um, that is going to sell systems. Because you just look at that and you're like, fuck me. And the team behind that had only ever, I think, really worked on the God of War PSP games. Hmm. So it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I don't. Well, I feel like they had really early access to dev. Sure. It it, it I mean, it's uh, in addition to being first party. I think they were probably like, well, here's the first dev kit. Here you go. Like yeah. I've never seen anything to me that looked better on PC. And I will grant you that. Okay, that'll look like that on PS4. But theoretically, you could theoretically that could be on a PC running at 60 frames instead of 30 frames. Like, okay, I get I get you, but still, it looks incredible. And you look at the gameplay footage that, that's leaked out and or has been shown or whatever. Mm -hmm. It legitimately looks like you're playing a CG movie, pretty much. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's no, like we, uh, we're it, getting it to that. Really we're good. really in that land now. I remember back in the '90s, I had MDK on PlayStation. If you remember <laughs> that game, and I was I like, played it on PC, yeah. yeah, and I was like, I was playing it. You play the... It opens with a CG, and at the time, the CG looked cool. I'm sure now it looks horrible. But at the time, the CG looked cool. And then you get to the real game, and it looks nothing like the CG. And, like, we're really there now where these games look... They look like CG, basically. And, and, it's, and it's crazy, mm -hmm. Beaver. They look like recent CG, but not, not today's CG. Like, if you look at the Assassin's yeah. Creed CG intros and stuff, I still say, every time I see one, like, man, when's the game going to look like that? Because then you get to the game and it looks great, but it doesn't look like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, the order it might not look like the like, like you know, like the top level CG stuff you see in cutscenes sometimes, but it's close. It is close. It does look good. All right, so let's Nintendo. What do you think? What are you expecting? There's only so much you can ever Zelda. expect out of them. At some point, they just decided to bow out of E3, and they don't really do it. They just show a Nintendo Direct. I mean, am I wrong? Why do they do this? Well, they still have a booth. They just don't do a press conference. Yeah, like conference. why? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't expect any big reveals from Nintendo. The biggest reveal I would expect is them to show some little Zelda tease from their Wii U Zelda. And I almost am expecting their Zelda game, whether or not they mention it this time. I think this will be like Twilight Princess, where it's a cross-platform game for Nintendo. It'll come out on their next system and on Wii U. Yeah. See, I I think because of that, there's going to be a Zelda deluge. I think we're going to get a lot of Zelda, not just a tease. Really? Yeah, I think this is the big Zelda reveal mm -hmm. year. Um, kind of like when they did... Uh, well, they've done it, they did it with Twilight Princess, actually, in 05, because I was there. Uh, well, how can it? Because the they're already giving... The I'm sorry, but... 
there's that Hyrule Warriors game. Are they really gonna have spend a lot of time on two different Zelda games at once? Yo, that's what's t- that's that's what's tough about it. Is like they do have that, and they've already released a lot of you know at least info on that. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I, can you show two? Now they're not going to be at all identical, but two Zelda games for the same system. Yeah, because I, I just don't see them showing a lot of like a, a big lot of gameplay for two different Zelda games at once. That's bizarre. <laughs> um, but they might show a tease for the new Zelda game. There's definitely the new Zelda is definitely going to be on the you know maybe not on the show floor, but definitely in the Nintendo Direct. I don't know if if I'm Nintendo and I'm like, I don't know, guys, what do we show more of? The weird Dynasty Warriors crossover with Zelda or mainline Zelda? What's the problem? I was looking into, at each of my hands. You have well, to I show think them. they show they show both, but only Hyrule's playable. Oh, I, I would say playable, sure, but I, I think we're going to see more than a tease for mainline Zelda. It's the year of Zelda. Hmm. Um, do you think that the Zelda game could possibly be cross-gen, like Twilight Princess? No. No. I don't see the Wii U successor being that soon. See, you that look would, at you the. There's no way Zelda doesn't come out a year from, what, this fall. So, 2015. There's no way the new Wii is going to be out at that point. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just like, Nintendo must just be throwing up their hands and trying to figure out... It's like, why would they want to put their big Zelda effort, their A-list, you know, their A-team Zelda effort on a console that they've, I feel like they've given up on? I'm not saying it'll never come out on whatever the next one is, but definitely not day and date. Mm. Wait, what, what's the when you what are we talking about? I don't know. New Zelda Wii U. Yeah. There's just no but, way because the new but, the next Wii whatever it is, which they haven't even come close to announcing, is three four years off. Yeah, there's just yeah. no way. You think they're gonna stay on Wii U for three or four more years? They want out of this thing. They're, they've already yeah. moved on. I think. Mm, I don't. I don't know. I think I we're going to be so. on the next Nintendo console unveiling. They would have to. They would have to announce it tomorrow. Uh, you know, this week, for them to have. I, Zelda I think the next day and date. the new console will be unveiled in in uh, 2015 without question. Yeah, but they're not going to wait mm. that long to release a Zelda game. You got to remember with Nintendo consoles too. They they announce them way ahead of time, and then they don't come out for a couple of years. It's not like Wii U wasn't like Sony that. last year. Wii U was totally like that. There was two E3s with Wii U really? before it ever came out. Oh. There was like the tech demo year mm-hmm. where they called it Wii U and then the next year people were like it's not going to still be Wii U, right? And it was still Wii U. <laughs> here's, here's the... I feel, and I feel like... It just leads... It, it, it kind of lends credence to the whole Twilight Princess thing where it might be cross-gen but they're not going to wait for the new hardware to be ready to... Yeah launch it on both systems it seems to me that let let's just call a spade a spade the wii u install the the amount of wii u's they've sold is irrecoverably bad at this point i mean there's no coming back so they're looking for ways to move on as soon as possible and it feels like all of their software pursuits are just totally like in the realm of the obligatory like we have to do a certain amount of stuff okay you gotta remember is the second you move on or even plan to move on the r&d costs are ridiculous and that's Mm -hmm. just going to put them even more in the hole so they're going to ride this out, and you know it's not going to sell 100 million or even 50 million. Are we million, ever going to come to a time when Nintendo's console is an entire generation behind, technically? When it isn't? Yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to be their MO. Because, yeah, I mean, I in, in, in two so. or three years, are they going to come out with Wii U 2? And it's going to be 
and it's going to be basically a PS4. I mean, is that what's going to happen? Yeah, probably. I I think some a series of people at Nintendo have to die before they start trying to actually compete like on a technological level with whoever's still around because Xbox isn't going to be. <laughs> Jeez. All right, so the Microsoft conference. <laughs> what are you No, but, but still with Nintendo. I think we'll see Metroid of some sort. Really? Like yep, do you really I think, think that I Don't do. play with because me. Here's the reason. Now, I don't think it's going to be a 2D side-scroller like you probably want. Um, it could be, though. It's it could gonna, be. New Prime. I think it's it's got to be New Prime because the the team uh, retro there, they're done with Donkey Kong, which was a great game, but probably not where they should have put, you know, they shouldn't put retro made, on that. It made no sense. Um, and the, there have been little teases like him wearing the Metroid pin at that uh that video game VGX or whatever it was called. What if it's another year of Metroid? Like, remember when Metroid Prime and Metroid Fusion came out at once? That was yeah, so cool. awesome. They should do that again. That was so great. Metroid Prime was like, the, the, that was just so amazing. Metroid yeah. Prime, in my mind, even though I am against Metroid going first person shooter, I, I think I should be third person or side scroller. Even in, even even after that, I still think it was good because the game was so well done at for what it was. Um, I thought Prime Two and Three weren't that good, but Prime One was who, who doggy, oh mama. Yeah. Oh. So I think I think you'll see something like that. Just, even if it's I'm probably a little more than a tease, but I don't think you'll see. Much what about Metroid Prime on Wii U and Metroid Two D something or other? Metroid Dread on 3DS. That was. That was my prediction at the beginning of the year is that you see two Metroids this year. That, like, dropping at the same time and having some kind of little interactivity with each other like they did with the suit. <laughs> they go right back to GameCube and GBA. Oh, that would be so great. I mean, don't tell me that wouldn't just light up the little kid in you. I'd love it, sure. Yeah, you would like it. I mean, why, why are you denying it? Stop it. <laughs> stop denying it. I gotta stop denying no, it myself. Do you think that, um, um, do you think they're gonna have a new iteration of 3DS hardware at the E3? Um, wait, so of 3DS, yes. I think they'll probably show... I don't know if it's going to be like just a, a slimmer a 3DS XL. 3DS XL like I think by now they've figured out that pretty people like the XL. Yeah, well, they've already <laughs> sort of sunset the original. Yeah. It's the, the 3DS XL Mini. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a small... It's just a regular 3DS. <laughs> yeah, it's just a regular 3DS. Again, just oh, my God. That's how they get rid of their stock of all 3DS. <laughs> 3DX, 3DS double XL. They had to use those uh, Wii control pad screens somewhere. 3DS XL Mini. It's just the original stock of 3DS dumping. <laughs> I like. I, I'm calling the double XL with all the leftover Wii U control pad screens. Anyway, um, I, I really, I'm really counting on them doing that because my 3DS XL was stolen out of my car, and oh my god, that pisses me off so much. Yeah, that's horseshit. Oh, it pisses me off so much. For one thing, it was particularly brutal because I had I was playing Order of Ecclesia. That's the game I was working through at the time. And what's funny is that was referenced in the TZ I listened to earlier, Order of Ecclesia. Yeah, so I had it. I was like mid game, like I was doing the thing I do, where like I just leave the thing sleeping all the time. I don't turn it off, and then it, I just leave the game going, and I pick it up where I'm wherever I'm doing, and I just play play, and then close it and do whatever else. And that's just kind of how I, my approach to 3DS games. I just open it up and play something, close it, and I leave it on all the time. So when he stole it, it was on 
and it was like suspended in the middle of my level or whatever. So like that's just such an intimate theft. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like he stole it out of your. It, that's it. All, that's almost what it feels like because like it was right in the middle of the level. You know what? And when he opened it up and saw that, he's like, "Fuck this game!" and probably just pulled it right out. Didn't even like, didn't even shut it off first yeah. and then pull it out. You know, he just yanked that cartridge right out. I don't know. More than, more than likely you. It, and then fucking pissed on it. It's just it's. The loss Order of, of property. Order of piss. The loss of property sucks, but what's even worse is just the feeling of violation. It's just, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty messed up. It's like um, I would, I, I would like if it just broke. It would have been not nearly as bad if the thing just broke. You know what I mean? Because then mm-hmm. I, I, it would be the same loss of property, but it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Life would go on. This is just, it just, you just feel so violated. Ugh. Plus, you lose your order of ecclesia. Yeah, that's just just so mean. It's like there's a lot of grinding in that game. I, I had I had spent wasted. a lot of time grinding already. That that's actually what I was in the middle of doing when he stole it. It's just it's just so mean. Well, I think you'll get your wish. Yeah. I do. There's got to be some kind of new because when did the XL come out. Oh wait, they just had the 2DS last year though. Oh. Yeah, but it's different things though. 2DS is like for kids. It's a cheap thing. Yeah. So, but like um. Yeah. If they, I really am, am just counting on them to announce the new 3DS hardware and get it out as soon as possible so I can get back to 3DS games because I don't want to buy a regular 3DS again. That'll feel stupid. So at least there would be some silver lining here where I'd be like, okay, well, I, had, I needed this anyway, so. Right. Yeah, I would have bought this anyway, exactly. Um, I think we'll see um, some 3DS to Wii U ports. I picture some Luigi's oh. Mansion. Animal Crossing. Other way around. That's kind of the same. What, what about what if they say, okay, we're gonna put we're gonna put N sixty four and GameCube games on the on Wii U? Uh, they announced they announced N sixty four ages ago. They just have never done. Yeah, it. What if at the direct they're like, okay, motherfucker, here's N sixty four and GameCube games coming to the Virtual Console on GameCube, bitch. What what I guess I don't understand about the Virtual Console is, and, and we've talked about this a bunch of times before. There's there's time involved in doing the ports because oh, each port is essentially you're overthinking it. a little emulator. But where I'm going with this is they're not doing anything else. Yeah, yeah. Just port some of the fucking Listen, games just over have a, and have let them sit there and print money. Port, like the small team that would be required for that. <laughs> yeah, would pay for itself in like a day. The, the library of games available on the Wii U VC is it's it's pathetic it's you can't you can't there's no defending it it's just there's no reason dude friggin how did they not put super mario kart for super nintendo Mm -hmm. onto the wii u before mario kart 8 that's just Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what beeb's explanation is exactly for why it's hard to throw an an old game up on the vc to me it sounds really simple but even if beeb's right that's still pennies that's nothing to them well, the problem with Mario Kart is that it's in Japan and I think Europe. So why the frig didn't it come here before Mario Kart 8? Yeah, it's just like Nintendo doesn't make any sense. It's just run by people who yeah. are sort of not paying attention. That's what I honestly think at this point. Yeah, the the VC has been really underutilized. Well, there's, a, there's apparently in Japan the first DS virtual console game came out. So I think we'll probably see some of that trickle over here during the uh, Nintendo Direct. DS it's only an hour like if long. If they though, put so. like a huge library of GBA and DS games onto the 3DS VC or the Wii U for that matter, there's so many of those I'd buy. I mean, like I'm I'm well, a sucker slowly, for that. They're slowly working through the GBA catalog it, now, but again, they're on GBA. But I think you'll see 
some DS stuff start to trickle in. I think you'll probably see GameCube in some way, since they do have the controller adapter coming out. They should put Order of Ecclesia on Wii U so I can fucking get back to my game. You know what I would buy is an HD remake of Mario Sunshine. I would not. Yep. I consider Mario Sunshine to be a very divisive game. And I'm one of the people on the other side of the divisive fence, Beef. I'm not. Well, so, was, so was Wind Waker, right? I liked it. I'm, I'm on the good side of the Wind Waker fence. I actually liked it. Yeah, but it's it's a very divisive yeah, game. And Sunshine is also, and I, I do not like Sunshine. I don't get the sun. The sun, and I don't think we should get into it now. Oh. But the Sunshine hate is silly. I don't hate it. I just it don't was, like it. it was a, what it if was they a lot do... Like the uh, the Super Mario Brothers, what was the Super Nintendo one that had all the games? All in Stars. It? Yeah, All Stars. They knew a new Mario All Stars. That's Mario sixty four, Sunshine, and something else all HD'd. Well, my original one of my predictions a couple of years ago was a Wii U launch title was going to be Galaxy one and two in HD, hmm. and I mm-hmm. still think that that's plausible at some point. Yeah, uh, you throw Sunshine on there, sure, why not? Well, no, they could have a Galaxy one and then have 64 and Sunshine. That's the thing. I, I, don't, I just don't understand because something like that doesn't seem all that difficult. They did the Wii U um, Wind Waker in six months, apparently. Mm-hmm. So why not? Throw it on, uh, just seeing more games like that on the shelves are, are going to get <clears throat> people talking. Well, and like we were talking about earlier, I mean, their, their only hope, I, I do think they're going to ride out this console for at least another four no. years, three years. B. But in order to no. do that, they're going to have to rely 100% on first party. Mm-hmm. They've already been all but completely abandoned by third party. Yep. So it's time to start dicking, dicking, <laughs> digging through the crates and find that backlog. Yeah, you get the easy stuff, stuff out there. Sure. I think you are and they did it with Zelda. You're crazy if you think they're yeah. going to ride Wii U for four years. They are hitting the eject button. They want out of that thing as soon as they possibly can. But the eject, the second they hit eject, where's this? You think stock... Um, any shareholders are, are going to be okay with another, like the R and D for the. There's a chart somewhere where it shows the um, the ramp up for the Wii U and the R and D costs there. There's mm-hmm. no way they're going to be cool with that. Yeah, are they no, making the money right now? Over. The thing, no one buys it. The it's, the ramp up for the Wii U is actually like the first time that if you look at their operating budget, there's this huge dip for Wii U. And I just can't see them doing that again. PS. And why soon. would they? Why would they want to go to like they've barely mastered and they haven't mastered the the whole HD thing yet. Mm-hmm. They're not going to jump to the PS4 where the AAA titles are now costing, you know, exponentially more. Yeah, but what do than, they do with the problem where gen? no one has a Wii U and no one's buying it? You put out stuff like Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. You put out Mario Kart. Are they making good money on remasters this? Remasters of Mario games. You put out um, your first party. Heavy hitters, your Metroids, and and you hope that third parties see that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, if you just yeah. look at the numbers, though, looking at the numbers, they're not bad. They're worse than that. So, is there any like realistic chance on this planet that they can actually make a good, like a, a decent, healthy comeback with the console? Here's here's another prediction. I predict Wii U in May, and we'll we'll know this next week. I predicted outsold Xbone in May. Hmm. That's a, that's bold. a bold. That's bold. I like how Beef said bold. <laughs> he stole the show. It's because it's it's kind of a double whammy. You have Mario Kart launching uh-huh. the very end of May for Wii U, and you also have the announcement of the 399 Expo in June. Mm-hmm. So people are going to hold off in May. Well, what is what does Wii U sell on a given month? Um, last month it 
was like forty or fifty thousand. We're gonna look at it being and about five times that, I think. That's my guess. What do you mean? What's yeah. five times that? What's five five so, times the console sold for the uh, Mario Kart month? No. Yeah. You're not gonna have two hundred thousand sold. No yeah, way. You are. It'll be one. 40. No, it'd be about 200, 250,000. If it is, then it's going to beat PS4. Yeah, it will. PS4 only sold like 217. Well, let's look at what we month. do know. In, in the in, in the UK, uh, it went up 600%. Um, I read that somewhere for some short period of time. Yeah, but that's, that's in like a week, yeah. right? I don't know. It's not going to be in the 200s, I don't think, but I think it will outsell Xbox. We'll see. Anyway, they got to keep doing more of that. Third parties, <clears throat> they're probably lost, but that'll certainly maybe get their attention when you well, sell a million copies of Mario Kart? They're never going to turn the ship around. I mean, the the Wii U no, is going to be what it is for the rest of its life, well, it, but it's going to... It, it has to stick around. Even if they announced a new system next week, like Bobby said earlier, three years until it's... We're looking at November of 2017 right. before a new console hits the shelf. It may not be... <clears throat> Minimum. They may not turn the ship around in the sense that it will become the Wii, but could it um, change course to the extent where it's actually, you know, it, instead of Profitable. being instead of being a horrendous, pit, pathetic failure, it's just kind of, you know, okay. It's just there. Yeah, it's just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be just there. Like, I do you look at Game, like GameCube didn't win the gen or anything, GameCube. but it, it also did, it didn't do pathetically either. Like GameCube was just kind of okay. It was, it was there, mediocre sales. Yeah. Is it, Are we going to reach mediocre sales, Beep? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it'll do GameCube sales even, but I think as far like relative to everything else, it'll be okay. It'll be there. It'll well, it won't go away. It'd be interesting to see like GameCube versus its peers. I think we'll probably end up seeing the same ratio. Yeah. Because the PS4, the way it's selling is just insane. Um even compared to like the Xbox 360 launch, it's still insane. So I think we'll see a scale um, where the the Wii U. No, that doesn't make sense. And it makes me happy because I like PS4. I really like PS4. I'm glad that it's selling well because I it's 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 I like it and it's selling well. Two things that are, you know, good for the future of me. Um. <laughs> well, like, I I honestly don't care what happens with the Wii U at this point. If if no other Wii U games come out. I'm satisfied with my Wii U purchase. Oh, um, I definitely care. I want it to do as well as possible because I I plan to put a game on it myself eventually, and I would like for it to do as well as possible. So I sort of have a weird interest in this. And plus, I just kind of like the hardware. Like I was playing the other, I was playing Mario Kart earlier, and I faced the question head on. And I was like, oh, you know. Like I can see some info here on the screen, but there's no practicality to it whatsoever because you can't take your eyes off the screen while you're racing. Um, but still, I liked knowing that the second screen was there, <laughs> even though I can't look at it. <laughs> I've used it. If you click the little map, you get the uh, the map of the course, yeah. and then you can see where. You can't take on. your eyes off long enough to really get a good look at it, though. I mean, you're racing. No, and straight away you can see if anybody's right behind you. I don't know. I, I don't use it all the time. I found it to be highly it. impractical, but I still liked that it was there, which is completely irrational. But I've also I've played a lot of Mario Kart on the pad. Like when something's on the TV, we'll throw baseball on yeah. the TV or something. I'll play Mario. So Kart you know the the off TV play is one thing. So I, I that seems practical for some people, and others don't care. 
Either way, though, in terms of the in-game gameplay on the t- playing a game on a TV, I don't see much use for the controller, but I still like it for some reason. It's just a weird thing. I just like it, even though it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, so Nintendo, yeah. I think there's going to be a Metroid Prime. What are any, any guesses here besides the Zelda Metroid stuff? Dread and Metroid Prime together. 3DS and Wii U. What's it? You, you really think that's going to happen? I did in January. I said that I'm probably leaning more towards just Prime now, but hey, we'll see. Because like, look, think about this. Um, they they did the Link Between Worlds, which was not like a totally old school game, but it was pretty old school relative to everything else Nintendo's done. So like, are we gonna see more of that? Like, are they gonna go? You know, Super Metroid is the game that people love. That's that's the fan favorite. Like, what if we just did one on 3DS or whatever that was kind of more like that? Just just to uh, uh, what's the risk really? It's not gonna be that high of a development cost really so what's the real risk yeah actually when you looked at um i, I forgot where i read it but the 3ds um uh, what's it called the a link between worlds um the development with that for that was like a year if that yeah like it was they were showing yeah. off a demo level in february and it came out in november mm-hmm. um and the demo level had only been worked on a few weeks yeah, if you've got so. if you've got nintendo internal resources and you've got kind of a game that's you know not super complex or high fidelity or anything you know it's you could do it pretty quick. So I'm, I'm saying there's no real argument against just kind of saying, okay, let's give the fans a bone. Let's do kind of an old school style Metroid game on 3DS. And I, th- I, I, th- they haven't done it inexplicably yet, but I kind of think they might. I think they might be, they, they saw Link Between Worlds is well liked. It reviewed very well. As far as I know, it sold pretty well. So like, why not? Yep. I think it's possible. The only thing I would add is what I said earlier that, I think we're due for a uh, Animal Crossing Wii U. Well, I guess we're due to hear about it. I don't think it's due. Any, I don't think it will come out anytime soon, though. Hmm. They like to space those out, and the the 3DS one was just a year ago. I don't know what the cadence for Animal Crossings usually is. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think when the the Wii one was 08, and so 08 to 13. Five, five years. years. So you got a bit of a wait. <laughs> what about? I don't think it'll be five years see? because be Animal Crossing sold fucking gangbusters. Yeah. on 3ds. Yep, I think it'll be three years from the 3ds one. Will we see F Zero? No, hmm. no. Hmm. Bold prediction. <laughs> Will we see like an F Zero? Pretty safe. Bet. A Watchdog style F Zero game. Oh, that you might. Yeah. Yeah, that one you might. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a definite. like an open city I, sandbox, I like a cyberpunk F Zero world. Game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you won't see F Zero, Star Fox, Punch Out, Kirby. Any I others? mean, I'd love it, it if they went fucking nuts and did all of those. I mean, I, sure. I feel like the best thing they could do is do that. Are we finally? Even if it's a teaser, to just say it's coming at some point. Yeah. Are we finally gonna see a um a real hard look at? At the Monolith X Race. Monolith X game on Wii U, I, they have to with some. Well, they already sort of did like a deeper dive, but not. Yeah, they still never really dive. showed that much, to be honest. No, I don't think there's time for it. There's only an hour, so I think it'll be at E3, so you'll see a lot of gameplay then. Mm. But they're not going to focus on it on the. Because that, that's one of the. Or, that's one of my most anticipated Wii U. Pretty much the most anticipated Wii U game I have. It just looks so much fun. I like that kind of game. Wii, are you going to get that you one, know what? Jay? Yep, it looks yeah. good. You know what Bobby hasn't said that I think would blow his mind is a uh, a Toad game, <laughs> like, Super uh, Toad. 
Toad RPG. Yeah, a Toad RPG that's all not isometric, but you know the like, 3D like in a. Well, the argument against variant. it is that there's no characterization of Toad ever really, but <laughs> there's no characterization of really anyone in those games. So why not? They've already the Toads are all over the uh, the the portable Mario RPG titles, mm-hmm. but those games are funny as shit. By the way, uh, if ah! I actually played. Yep. I actually played a lot of the last one. It was too long, so I got like 15 hours in, and I was about done with it. And the game's like, no, nah, man, keep coming. No, come on. We got another 15 hours to go. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we don't. No, we do not. Go uh, on ahead. But what ahead <laughs> without me? Maybe I'll catch up with uh, you. Beaver, is uh, Toad, is that like spotted hat, like sort of part of his head almost? Or is it like a hat? Haven't we seen Toad take off the I hat I have not before? seen that. I think in the cartoon he did. Yeah, but the cartoon isn't real. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what the canon for Mario is regarding Is the Toad's toad hat. like a person or is it like a weird little monster? Like I can't figure out what a Toad is. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're the weird little humanoids that live in the Mushroom Kingdom. So they're not really people. They're they're not the same species as Mario. I don't think so. I've never thought of them as Yeah, human. I haven't either. I don't I don't think they could reproduce with humans. Do you, uh, I guess I was going to say, are there male and female toads, but I just realized there's Toadette, so yeah. Yeah, Toadette's in Mario. Yeah, I just yeah. realized that. Yeah, Wait. I don't think Mario could knock up Toadette. I think that it must be a hat, because I was just thinking about how Toadette looks, and she's got pigtail toad things <laughs> on her head, so. I think it's a hat, but I don't think they're human. Do you think that their yeah. head is real big under the hat? No. So no, they just have a tiny a little head one. with a giant hat. So yeah. if they took if you yeah, took it's like a turban. If you took the toad hat off, they would just look ridiculous. It would be scary. No. Like a little just photoshop it out. Little pinhead. It would look stupid. I'm sure you can find pictures of toad without his hat on. Not in any ca- canonical overall. thing, no. All right, so Nintendo anything else? Uh, like I said, I think you're going to see 3D pilot wings. because they're easy. Uh, pilot wings we're going to see. Nope. No. no. Nope. I think they learned their lesson about pilot wings. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, are we going to see a new IP from Nintendo's internal team? Like, a real core IP. I don't mean, like, Tamagotchi Life type thing. I mean, like, a real core IP, like a new thing. Because we haven't really had a new thing from Nintendo internal, like, since Pikmin, really, in my opinion. What about, like, a Wii U Pokemon? That's not new. That would be huge, but I don't think they're going to do it. Are we going to see, like, a new IP altogether from Nintendo? Well, you know what? Actually, I, I don't think it'll be Pokemon, but they are showing off NFC for Smash Brothers. Um, and there's oh, talk yeah. of them doing like a Disney Infinity kind of game with NFC characters. That's, uh, if you can't, that's not really new IP because it's all the same characters, but mm-hmm. it's a new game. I could see that Need being for one speed? of their big Need for Speed things. characters? Yeah, because speed starts with a C. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what NFC is. <laughs> Near field communications. Yeah. It's like Skylanders. Never heard of it. <laughs> You've never heard of Skylanders. I've never heard of it's NFC. Your play. It's how, how do you the, think it works? It's how it, the little characters communicate with the. Bear. Oh, you're talking about technology. Okay, I get it. I get you. Yeah. Anyway, Nintendo already said they're coming out with their own little characters that'll work in a bunch of games. So I think the main game will probably be shown. Um, oh yeah, there's going to be a Skylanders just... thing. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I I think that's good for revenue, but not profitability. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Those little, they could put little toys out for nothing, and sell them to people who don't even own the game. I think the only surprising thing about Nintendo doing a Skylanders style game is that they haven't done it long ago. 
Yeah, they they mm-hmm. missed the boat. Because this is just a money printing opportunity for them, I think. If they had done Pokemon right when, you know, mm-hmm. even if they waited for Skylanders to test the waters, and then go, okay, yep, there's there's a market for this, and then do Pokemon, huge. Yeah, yeah, they they should have had a Pokemon one ready to go, and then as soon as Skylanders, like you said, tested the waters, they just immediately put it into production and yeah. got it out there. Would have been nuts. Yep, nuts. All right, Bobby. so is that are we done with predictions for Nintendo? Are, are there any other or... like core Nintendo IPs we forgot to mention? Luigi's Mansion. No, I think that's all of them. I'd love a new Luigi. I mean, I didn't. I feel bad. I didn't play the 3DS one, but um, I think you'll be able to on Wii U come this fall. That that would be wonderful. Hmm. I would I would like that. Very what about much. this? I think I'd we're like... going to see a new Final Fight game. <laughs> no, not 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 necessarily on Nintendo. I just mean in general, we're going to see one after a hit. You know, a follow up to the hit PS2 game. No, yeah, there's going to be a, like a Double Dragon Neon came out. There's going to be a new Final Fight game. I think there's it's time. Mm, I, I Final Fight is one of the sure. most well known beat 'em ups ever. I mean, and they haven't made a new it one, is. so why not? They haven't made a new Streets of Rage yet either. Yeah, but come on, Final Fight. You know, it's going to be yeah. Streets of Rage is a Sega game, and Sega doesn't do much of anything anymore. So, do you think uh, a new Shenmue is going to get announced? No. Um, I think there will be one, but I don't think it'll be announced. Yeah, I, th- I don't think it's yet. I think it'll be in a, it'll be it's a kick. It sounds like a Kickstarter type thing. We're going to see announced on Kickstarter, basically. Uh, can you imagine if Microsoft funds that though? There's, I mean, oh console. yeah, I s- there's a rumor yeah. that Microsoft has some big new exclusive get, and I'm wondering, you know. That could actually be Shinmu. That would be like that would be that would fit the criteria of a shocking IP exclusive for uh, Microsoft. You never, you never know. Yeah, Yu Suzuki was such a company man, though. I don't know. Well, they put it on, but they did it for they canceled the Dreamcast version in the U.S. and put it on Xbox, the original Xbox. I'm changing my mind. I think that. I, I I'm I'm predicting Shinmu on X on Xbox One. I said it. <laughs> no, I, I previously no I I said Shinmu won't be at E3, and now I changed my mind. It will be at E3, okay. and it'll be on Xbox okay. One. I think there's a good not a good chance, but I think if it shows up anywhere, it's there. Well, if if we're tossing hail marys, that's not a hail mary. That's year. pretty reasonable. Well, actually, the, if you remember last year when we did our what are our games of the year going to be our tapes of the year. <laughs> I was like, new Mario, and it hadn't even been announced yet, so go for yeah. it. In, in terms ahead. of announcing things that have not had any evidence of them or anything yet, it's it's as likely as anything else is Shinmu. Yep. And I don't know. I, 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 my, my, my Hail Mary is Final Fight. I just have a hunch that we're going to see some kind of Final <laughs> Fight. <laughs> I like that Hail Mary. That's actually a good one. My, my similar Hail Mary is a Mercury Steam reboot of Bayou Billy. I've never heard it pronounced Bayou. Yeah, it's Billy. Bayou. What's wrong with you? Who says Bayou? Bayou. Billy. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's part of the reboot. That's a real word, though. It's not just some word they invent. <laughs> it's not some weird Japanese word like Gaiden. No, it's it's part of the reboot. They start saying it like that. Oh come on! That you know, Mercury I Steam. think there's oh, a Steam. potential for there being a new Bayou Billy game at some point, but. I really don't. But you know, it's gonna be. A, it would be like a small digital title type deal. Yeah, it'd be like a kick, an indie Kickstarter. Yeah, it'll be a Kickstarter or a digital title or something. Um, but Final Fight. If you think about Final Fight, everyone, 
everyone our age or a little younger, a little older or whatever knows what Final Fight is. It was the best shoot beat em up back when we were kids. So, like, you know if they made it, people our age will buy it. I mean, it's, it's going to get bought. It didn't, so, it didn't really work for Double Dragon. Though. And the development cost yeah. wouldn't really be that high on that style of game. So I, I don't get why they won't just do it. And I'm wondering why we don't see, like, a comeback of God Hand-type games where it's like a beat-em-up, like a 3D third-person beat-em-up. Like, that, there's some potential in that area, and, and it's totally neglected genre. So I'm almost wondering if we'll see another God Hand. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going down the rabbit yeah. hole now. Yeah. All right, here. I'm just going to look at my PS2 shelf quickly. And, and <laughs> Bayou Billy, no God Hand, and Final Fight. And Shinobi. Shinobi was on 3DS, so that's not really that big of a stretch. Next gen Shinobi. Nah. No. There's no... Like, what's, yeah, what would it that, be? That's crazy. What would it be? Like, what kind of game would it be? Right. I almost... It would be, it would be like the PS2 games. Wait, what did you say? I walked away to look at PS2. Beef called Shinobi. Next Gen Shinobi. Okay, okay. So, my first, the first game I looked at that made me go, yeah, but then I, I remembered there was already one coming was Gauntlet, which there actually is. Oh, yeah, a Gauntlet. Um, I'm going to say Parappa the Rapper. That feels a little Kickstarter-y to me. <laughs> I don't think so. It's it, That's Sony internal. That wasn't, it's not like Harmonix. Oh, that's right. That was yeah, the first that's party. true. Eh, maybe. And Wob Street Fighter EX. Yeah. Next year. Wob New Rygar. Wob No, no Rygar doesn't have big name recognition. You need to have an old to dig something out of the history and bring it back, it needs to have some real name recognition. Like Final Fight. One of the big Sony reveals is gonna be it's back, Ring of Red. <laughs> it was a launch game, I think, for from Konami. Okay, but back in the more plausible thing. <laughs> Final um, fight. We're we're all agreed that there's going to be some form of GTA next gen. Yeah, I don't know if it's be a GTA five points, port of next gen. Just be a GTA five port. Yeah. Nothing new. Maybe DLC or something that's coming to the PS three one two. Yeah, they, I think there'll be some kind of expansion. Yeah. I would say in the affirmative we'll online. definitely see a next gen version of of GTA five. Yeah, that E3. Yeah, yeah, and of course a new Maximo. Yeah. How about Spyro. That's what Skylanders is. Yeah, beef. Oh, Bobby, what about uh, uh, Ape Escape? Oh, Ape Escape would be amazing. I don't like that. Well, they they have to show Hot Shots Golf, right? Because they haven't touched that for PS4 oh, yet. Hot Shots Golf, yeah. That's gonna be coming. I think it's time you you get get Ape Escape out of mothballs, man. Sly Cooper? No. Mm, they just did that. No one bought it. Yeah, that didn't do well. Wasn't that just a remaster, though? No, they put a new one. There was a new one. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty good. I have it. Um, oh, that's all I got. Where's Katamari DeMacy been? I can't let you slide with that one either, man. DeMacy? What do you say? It's Katamari DeMacy. What about... Why? Because it's the Japanese word is actually like damashi. I just want to float something. Who are, who are you, Peter? I just want to float something real quick into the why not category. Sure. Why not have a new Earthbound game? Like, why not? Yeah, well, they didn't bring the last couple here. Yeah, but it's, this game has such a fever, fervent, fevered fan base. Like, why wouldn't they 
Like, why not? They should at least localize either the 1 and 2 collection or 3. Like like a new Earthbound game on 3DS, like a new one altogether, or on it's, Wii. Like, why not? It's the same reason they don't bother to port Dragon Quest games anymore, because you get echo chamber forum nerds yelling about wanting a translation. They finally do it, and it sells, like, 5,000 copies. I don't think they ever did a translation no, of, no money of the first game or of the GBA game. They never did it. No, they never would just fan translations. Exist. I mean, they, they actually did translate the very first game, uh, Mother It never one. came out. But it never came out. It was supposed to. It was scheduled to come out. It's because everyone that wanted that actually worked on the fan translation. Well, for one no, thing, was, that was on the NES. It was scheduled to come out in the NES. <laughs> yeah, during yeah. that time period, there weren't that many. You didn't know who wanted what. No. In, actually, I was, a year or so ago, I was looking at an old... Uh, um, a, like a scan of a Nintendo Power. I own the magazine too, guys. It's not a, it's not piracy. <laughs> no. Um, and one of the game counselors, it was what? You, what's your favorite game? And this was like 1990, and it was like Earthbound. But what the fuck? And <laughs> I looked it up. Apparently, yeah, Earthbound is scheduled to come out for the NES and never did. But it was translated at some point. So like, there's there's strong there's argument this. for there being an Earthbound game. I think. I think there's an argument. I don't know if it's strong. I wonder how that sold on VC last year who knows but they, they never released numbers for yeah. that but that that's if you wanted a new earthbound or wanted translations it's completely based on how many people bought that mm-hmm. and i don't think a lot did we're gonna okay we need we need to talk about microsoft because eh. i'm super hungry yeah all right so we can microsoft i don't know <laughs> I think I think they come out on the stage and announce they're shutting down Xbox Live and are withdrawing from I'd like, the I'd like that. market. Why, why would they still have a press conference? <laughs> <laughs> Very bad planning. Just the, the final yeah. bad bad right. planning. Guys, they'd were, already they'd already booked the venue. Yeah, we're locked into the venue for an hour. All right. <laughs> so well, they announced their total withdrawal from the console market. <laughs> yeah. Do they do it at the end or at the beginning? <laughs> That's the end. They That's the climax. Hour. <laughs> all these games you've seen today they will never exist <laughs> what uh, about that it would be the big story yeah they would take they would definitely take here's what I'll say about it. Xbox One I own three games on Xbox One I own Plants vs. Gardens and um <laughs> Dead Rising 3 and uh Titan Quest and the only one that I've even <laughs> the only I would totally buy Titan Quest for the it. only game I've even played on it was Dead Rising Three, and that's just barely. And it's just like I don't care. I like that two thirds of your games are zombie related. Who gives a fuck? Don't exist. Uh, yeah. Oh, Dead Rising Three is actually really good. I gotta finish. Yeah, that's that the only point. good game on there. Um, yeah. There's nothing. I there's nothing. I haven't turned it on in a couple I months, ha- and that was the last time I turned it on was to play Titanfall. Yeah, once. I'm dead serious. I haven't turned it on in pro- since like last winter. And even though I bought Titanfall, Titanfall and <laughs> Plants vs. Guard Zombies, even though I bought those, I haven't turned it on because it's just I don't I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just, mine just sits there. I don't use it. Um, I want to play Dead Rising Three, but there's always something else I play instead. I don't even remember how to turn it on, so I just don't even fuck around with it. Like, I don't know how to do it this. It's kind of annoying to turn on. I don't even. I'm not sure if it's hooked up or not. I just don't even know what's going on. It's like I don't want to go back there and fish around with wires because I'm not even sure if it's hooked up or not. I just don't even. Who cares? I don't. Even, I don't know how to turn it on. <laughs> just say Xbox. That does on. not work. 
Xbox on. <laughs> See, it didn't come on. Doesn't work. That works if you only put it to sleep instead of turn it off, I guess. Yeah. And it's not asleep. It's just dead. It needs to be put to sleep. <laughs> it, it sucks. This is. I wish I could tell you guys how different this episode is from six years ago. <laughs> exact opposite. Well, I think I think we we kind of go with they did it to, we they, give shit to who deserves it. it. Like Sony deserved yeah. shit back in the early gen last time. They were starting to come around too after the because I listened to both before E three and after. Afterwards, we were kind of like. I kind of liked what Sony showed. Yeah, not bad. Well, Sony had this smug attitude and this overpriced console and all that, and they deserve shit. And then an Xbox 360 at the time was very gamer-centric, and it was doing... And the, yeah. the whole online thing was was ahead of its time at the time. So, you know, it was good. And then they fucked it all okay, up. Okay, what if, what if Mortal Kombat is Xbox? We're going to see a new Mortal Kombat game. We're going to see a new one. They already announced oh. it, and they announced all the platforms. It's <laughs> Shut on. the fuck There's up. There's a fucking trailer. Why would I know this? Why would I know this? It's on everything. It's, it's on everything. Why would I know that? Actually, it's not on Wii U, but it's on everything else. We're going to see a new Batman game. <laughs> Got any other bold predictions? God, I hope they don't waste a lot of time on Batman. It looks pretty I, good. I know it looks good, but I just don't yeah, care right now. That's, those games got boring at some point. Mm-hmm. I still haven't played any of them. I played them all except for the last one. I played the last one, and yeah, it started to get boring. I uh, guess that's Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> is us saying it sucks, and that's it. Well, I just don't know. Oh, we didn't talk about Destiny at all. I think that'll have a fairly prominent uh, spot. Yeah, I want to play Destiny, but I don't want to see any you remember <laughs> the promises we made that we're going to stick together until the end with Destiny. Yeah, We, we yep. will look look out for each other and Beef might not I might not it Controller hinges FPS. it hinges entirely upon if I can use a keyboard and mouse with it oh my god what a nerd what's gonna happen Beef, that's I pretty nerdy I'm saying if everyone's playing it on a controller then who cares no, no one it's, has you're doing the not, same thing that everyone else is it's not an advantage thing it's a I hate it thing why hey what do you mean, why? All right, we've done this. What, what about Beyond Good and Evil 2? Do you see yeah. it? Do you yeah, not I, see it? Do you it see will it? be there. Do you not see it? Do you see it? It was never... It was never... I abstain. It will be there. Do you see it? Do you not Listen, this thing was teased in, <laughs> with an FMV, like, years ago, yeah. so it's time. It'll be there. Yeah, I think... Yeah, it'll think totally Ubisoft It'll totally be there, and it'll be in the Microsoft exclusive. Well, no, Ubisoft won't end with that, because that really is obscure, but... Maybe that's... Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that is the Microsoft. It will be exclusive to Microsoft... I think that MS will have a few surprises in terms of like painful exclusives. In terms of like for the, for us who don't like Xbox, there will be some painful <laughs> exclusives, and I think it will be uncomfortable. Yeah, exclusives. the yes. exclusives that pain us who don't like Microsoft. Yeah, will be Beyond Good and Evil and and the other th- and Shinmu and Final Fight. Except for not Final Fight, just Shinmu and Beyond Good and Evil will be the painful Microsoft exclusives. I think probably maybe one of those. Both of them. Probably maybe You have one no of them. balls. <laughs> maybe probably one <laughs> Maybe of them. probably one of them isn't an answer. You gotta commit to something. <laughs> I'm the one who brought up Shenmue for Yeah, Xbox. but I'm the one who committed to it. He didn't know. commit to it. I'll give I that. just don't know about that. I'm saying this unequivocally. Shenmue and Beyond Good and Evil will be Xbox See, One exclusives. 
the the main reason I don't think at least timed exclusives Xbox, at least timed exclusives. I the main reason I don't think you'll see an exclusive Xbox Shenmue is I think they're getting their credit card taken away. I think the days of significant Xbox money hatting are probably done. No, no, that's not their mm. mo. Their mo is to go is to go big, and that's just how they're gonna go. They're, and they. Their they know they're losing money, MO and it won't stop them has from going dug big. them a $15 billion deficit or something. Yeah, so what's another billion point. dollars? I'm saying they're going to go big, and they don't care. Watch. I don't I don't think we're going to see stuff on the scale that we did. Listen, Microsoft c- considers itself a winner, and it doesn't like losing, and it's going to be aggressive, and we'll continue to see it be aggressive with money heading and exclusives and internal titles and all that. So it's it's not whatever Beef said is not true. <laughs> I I just don't see it. I I do see it. All right. So anything besides like Halo rehashes and Gears, I'm sure they'll end with Gears because like people still care about Gears. Yeah, and is is Gears gonna be by Epic again, or is it like gonna be moved to someone else? No, it's by that. Um, I, I forget. Know, Black Box, Black something, Black Gate. No, Blackgate was the. Uh, Batman you think it's game. just going to be like a core Gears game, like the other ones, or is it going to be something a little different, like a twist, like a, maybe it's got stealth stuff in it too, or something? No, it'll be plain old Gears, just plain old big stinking Gears where you run around and shoot and cover. No, no stealth aspect, no level up or gadgets or anything like that. Just Gears. Yep. Just I gears. almost expect like a Gears Ghost game, like you know, like your Black Tusk. Black Tusk is who's working on Gears. Yeah, I'm almost, I'm sort of, for some reason, I'm half expecting, because I almost feel like just a game just being a Gears game and nothing else isn't enough anymore. Like, I, I almost feel like they're going to have to add leveling up and items and, and you know, the stealth aspect to it, kind of. That's what I think. Mm. Hey, it's bold. That's what I, that's what I think. <laughs> it is bold. I, I, I think that. Yeah, that's bold. what, I, that's what sure. I think. I think you're just making crazy predictions to make crazy predictions yeah. now and hoping something will stick. Yeah. Well, I think at least some of my crazy predictions will turn out to be right. If I think if you're right about 10% of them, I'll be very impressed. How many, Final Fight will appear in some form. I mean, you got to give me crazy credit if that happens because I pulled that out of nowhere. Sure. And, I, and Beyond Good and Evil and... Shenmue, Xbox Wait. exclusives. That's a pretty big one, too. I pulled that out of nowhere. Not really. Think, you didn't really pull that one so much. Well, You you, pull, yeah, you the, pulled it out and handed it to me on the Shenmue one. But all right. Beyond Good and Evil, I pulled that one out. I even said, do you think we'll see Beyond yeah, Good but, and Evil? Too? Yeah, of course we'll see it, but it's. I said it's going to be an Xbox exclusive, at least a timed exclusive. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think it's there's a possibility. I think sure. Microsoft will surprise Beeve with how many money hats it does, and among those, all my, Shenmue and, and that other one. I'm all out of big predictions after my Nintendo stuff and Parappa, and I had a stupid and Beeve, one too. Beeve's big prediction is by is Bayou Billy. Bayou Billy. <laughs> Bayou Billy. <laughs> yeah, Mercury Steam reboot. Bayou Billy. Poor Mercury Steam. I think we'll see Minecraft too. Oh, is that E3? I know it's the biggest game ever right now, but is that E3? Yes, the biggest game ever right now. All right, are we done? Is that E3? 
until next week when it's actually E3? Oh, uh, I guess th- so. that game um, from um, Insomniac that's on Xbox. What's that called? What's that called? The the one they show. They already showed like, a bunch the, of that. The colorful that one. You know what I mean? I we do. never got a I'm we never got a chance to revenue. comment on that. I think that looks pretty cool, and I think that'll be on the floor playable, and I think that'll be a, a big crowd pleaser. Yeah, I think people will like it. It's I mean, Insomniac makes good games occasionally, not usually. <laughs> Come on, I don't know. could, I could, a, could a, a developer who makes good games, as you say, put out that the game with all the heads cut off on the cover? What's that called? Holy shit! What's it called? Fuse. I think Fuse. Bayou Billy has some heads cut off on the. Could cover. any good? Uh, how how did Fuse happen? Uh, whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not sure how Fuse happened. Holy shit, that's bad. I forgot oh about my Fuse. God, it's so bad. All right. Well, I guess we'll see next week if any of this is right. Yep. It'll be an adventure. It'll be something. We should uh, we should comment on the. Uh, press conferences too my, uh, my last like bold prediction my show. last bold prediction is that at least half of my pr- bold predictions will be right hmm. half yeah. at least 50% I'm taking the under at least 50% I'm gonna take the under on that one I'm so taking the under I'm taking the over <laughs> you're taking the over <laughs> on your bet that at least half yeah. I guess you are taking the over <laughs> if you're saying at least half mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna. I expect a lot of props once I turn out to be right on a lot of these. If, you're gonna say you're right. Like if Shenmue happens, you're gonna claim sole responsibility. Oh, we we mm-hmm. forgot one thing. But he'll he'll wait a year and a half. We, we forgot one thing. There will be a new Resident Evil game at E3 that we've yeah, never no, seen. They already said that. Though. What? They already kind of said. And that. I think it'll be similar. It won't be like a main. Like it won't be Resident Evil Seven. It won't be another one of those. It'll be like a Resident Evil Revelations type game. Uh, you're parroting the gaff thread now. There's already a thread about I, this. I think I actually hear him clicking through gaff. I'm right leaning now. back. I'm and not even clicking gonna be... anything. And, and I can't... That was, Look, that was a if it's a next-gen game that's kind of a horror game, like, you know, more su- su- survival horror-style old-school game like Revelations, I'm all in. Revelations was great. So why not? Sure. That's just not a bold prediction. Why not? Already kind of... People said why would you say it's not coming? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we're done. I'm pretty sure we're done. All right, I, I guys. Hope well, we're done. we'll uh, we'll see you see you at E3. Maybe from the show floor again, yep. right? Yeah, we should do it from the show floor. Yep. Do it from Just do it from the from the G4 noises. stage. Oh, we did have it from the G4 stage. Go watch that video, people, if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Search for I don't know. Just find our our YouTube account. It's on there. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll uh, catch you guys. Uh, you know, at E3. Next week. Yeah. See you at E3. See you in LA, man. <laughs> <laughs>